Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as, Joe, as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. On a weekend where me and Gaz both watched Infinity War and thought it was fucking awesome. It was. Um, any spoilers we may drop out. <laughs> oh, yeah. This will be two weeks in the future when you hear this. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, then to be fair, you've got nothing to moan about, in my yeah. opinion. We'll just give right at the front. We are supposed to be talking about Om Shinrikyo. That's true. I am Japanese slightly excited by Infinity Death War. Cult, but we'll give you one big spoiler alert at the front. As me and Ben have both seen it this weekend, we're probably going to mention bits from it. Yeah. And try to relate this week's subject to the Avengers, because that's how you deal with them. Um, that's Is how you make sense of real world of course. Um, events by pop culture. Exactly. Boom, we didn't introduce Mike. We did. did. Um, oh, did we? Did we? Did we? Did we? Oh. oh, right. Well, Mike's here. Right. <laughs> 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 <That's laughs> Mike's been trying to yeah. replicate a nuclear winter by destroying his boiler. Yeah. <laughs> Got to practice, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know what you did. You didn't have to leave the shit bucket by the side of the sofa. <laughs> Can't we put that in the hall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only getting knocked over, Mike. You know it. And it's the I boiler that started broke. eating my neighbours as well. <laughs> <laughs> They probably lived on a very high-fat diet, so they were probably quite tasty. Corn-fed. No one's eating corn in this day. It's too expensive to eat organic. Corn-fed space weevil. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> introduce this yes. week's episode. So we are talking about Om Shinrikyo. Um, this is the, probably the, well, be the first episode in a two-parter. We'll go all the way up to the events just before the mate there infamous chemical attack on the Tokyo subway because they've got such an interesting story um, you, you've gone from a cult that's about meditation and yoga and learning how to develop yourself your your psychic mental powers yeah. to a cult that's turned into basically Cobra Command yeah. from Action Force <laughs> and is plotting to bring about Harumageddon Ooh. their version Tell of them you fools <laughs> <laughs> And it, oh, it's, it's just crazy. So we thought it was definitely worth a cool episode. Yeah, well, you mentioned the word that Harumageddon was this cult's version of Armageddon. It's also a special move on Street Fighter 3 tournament, <laughs> tournament edition. <laughs> it needs to be Harumageddon! <laughs> We're also trying to apologise for the bad Japanese pronunciation <laughs> and accents that at some point will crop up. But first, as always, we'll do a little bit of weird news. Ooh. And if you haven't um, listened to us before... We do this about sort of half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, then we go for a pee, and then we start the main article. Yay! So, so what's um, happening around the world this what, week, mate? What have we got? Alien proof. Buzz Aldrin and three other astronauts pass lie detector on UFO encounters. And then for some reason, Mario Pottuccino, <laughs> the manager of Tottenham Hotspur, below in a video. But hasn't it been established by popular science that polygraph tests are bollocks? Um, yep. I... Is it or is it? Yeah, they do they, have, they still have some kind of sway on a no, decision, no don't they? Law, no, in law, then 
useless. So nothing. when I'm watching like the, all this like true crime stuff and they're like, oh, he passed a polygraph test, and I'm thinking, ah, yes, yeah. mm. well, that sucks. I think they so all them years I've been training to beat the polygraph test. Look at that. Nothing. Oh man. I think it's used as kind of a psychological thing, isn't it? Where yeah. they're like, oh, they passed the test, but it's like the test is bollocks. It I'm is. sure it's been because. I mean, I'm no expert, but it goes on like physiological things, doesn't it? Sweat, heart rate, yeah, anal sphincter. They put a dialysis there as well. No, a pad in the seat. Oh, right. Because <laughs> if you're lying, you're meant to you meant to clench your clench ass. your buttocks. I, I would be shitting myself just about the fact <laughs> that I'm doing a test. Why did you that as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think the bloke running the test would detect it with his nose. You know what I'm saying though, like, I bet they're used so even to if it. I know I'm in- innocent, I'd still be nervous about the fact that you're testing me on it, you know, well, yeah, so exactly. that's why it's a, a no, misnomer. There's yeah. no scientific... Well, either way, either way so it is in the UFO Buzz, community, that's the main thing. <laughs> but why the fuck is Buzz letting himself be... What is going on here? We need to break this story We do. So let's scroll down and find out. The astronauts' accounts of alien sightings are examined under laboratory conditions and all four astronauts pass the test, which is carried out using the latest technology according to reports. Testing was said to be carried out by the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology in Albany, Ohio, using complex computer analysis of the spacewalkers' voice patterns as they told of their extraterrestrial encounters. Buzz Aldrin, 88, said he saw a UFO on the way to the moon. There was something out there that was close enough to be observed, sort of L-shaped, he said. Right. I, I mean, I don't. They don't need a lie detector test. I mean, I kind of believe him. I guess. You know what I mean? But also, let's say, yeah, you know, sometimes you can convince yourself of your own lie, or maybe not mm. you personally, or somebody can. Like you could, you could practice a story that you convince yourself is the truth. He's told this story so many times that he can sit down in front of one of those do machines that every day, and go, yes. "Well, yeah, I could bang this story out without getting fucking nervous. I know I can." Yeah. Um, did he see aliens? I don't know. There's always that thing about the the feed cutting out when they're on the moon, and the mm. NASA and, and Armstrong apparently saying they're watching us from the craters, and you know, but it was our kind of first proper trip. Well, it's our first trip to another orbiting body of a little planet. Really, the moon, isn't it? It's a little planet. Uh, well, Buzz really. is saying it's the moon. <laughs> it's look, it's Hence sm- the name. It's small and round. <laughs> it's in space. It's a little planet. What else do you want? The buzz is saying that. Alright, science boy. He saw it on the way to the moon, not on the moon. There was something out there that was close enough to be observed. Sort of L shaped. Sorry. That that could just be something that's fell off. Yeah, I mean, there could be space debris. I should do that in a buzz sort of voice, because you know he talks like a Southern American, even if he isn't. His name's Buzz. Yeah. He has to. (laughs) Hasn't he been saying this sort of stuff for quite a while, though? Is he one of the ones... He's jumped on that bandwagon, certainly, about stuff he's seen. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. There was Apollo 15 pilot Al Warden, who's now 86. He claims to have seen aliens in a shocking Good Morning Britain interview. He saw them on Good Morning Britain. (laughs) No, that's just a presenter's thing. They're a bit funny looking. Philip Schofield is a bit odd. (laughs) Voice recordings of NASA pioneers Edgar Mitchell and Gordon Cooper, who are now dead, were also analysed. Mm. Apollo 14's Mitchell claimed to have seen numerous UFOs while Cooper described them as chasing a okay. cluster of How objects. How many astronauts were there in total? Oh, God. In the well, program, um, over the years. Oh, I don't know. A few hundred? Probably a couple hundred. A couple of hundred, yeah. That's a total guess. Not all of them went through. So, say 400, mm-hmm. four people saw aliens. That's quite a, quite a lot in a small. 
It is. Yeah, it's a one percent, isn't it? Well, it's, it's enough, isn't it? It's, oh, yeah. still, it's still quite a lot, isn't it? Could it's it like it's four in a, in a, in a bin. Yeah, well, they haven't interviewed four people. They just interviewed these four well, dudes. Are in. more than four, then? Well, yeah, but they're going to come in saying there is. I mean, and they do sw- there's a channel they switch to and they see something else. It's... Could it also be the desperate ramblings of an old man dying to cling on to his public spotlight and his relevancy in the world that with each passing year forgets about him just a little bit more? That's the sad reality of it. It could. I'm oh, sure yeah, his bookings yeah. on the um, UFO... You know, that market is waiting to be spashed by someone who's yeah, been well, into space. He well, yeah, he's like, you know yeah, what I mean? He'll get booked I've, at every event. I've actually been into space, people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> book me. Forget the 10 people you were going to book. Put all that money to me, and I'll talk about actual space. And at the end, I'll tell you that bit about where I saw that vaguely L-shaped thing. You have got a point. You have got a point. Yeah, but he might also I know you have money. Yeah, but you might also be ostracised from... Mm. The scientific community. He's 88, what the fuck does he care? <laughs> well, it depends. He, I assume he's not just been saying it now, he's been saying it for a long time. Yeah, but he's time. not going to do with NASA anymore. He's taking a paycheck from them, is he? He's just got his retirement to fund. I was going to say. I, don't know, I just. But I, d- I would like to think that he's telling mm. the truth. I believe him that he went to space because I saw him punch that man in the face. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was that great. Was great. <laughs> I'd like yeah. it to be true. Mm. I'd like all this to be true. I like Buzz. Did you see him? Um, um, the footage of um, Harvey Weinstein getting slapped in a restaurant and told to leave. I didn't. No. But it was quite, um, uh, what's the word, satisfying. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Mm. Um, and it was the best kind of slap. It was some little tiny dude, not a big muscly dude. He was just telling him, get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome, you piece of shit. And Harvey's going, like, okay, okay, okay. And he gives with the back of his hand like that. And he went, bop, bop. Two little bits, <laughs> pump, pump on his face. Get the fuck out of here. And he didn't do anything. And, uh, and he was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. And off he scuttled with his security guard. And um, I was just like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> one of the most powerful men in Hollywood, which I guess would make you one of the most powerful men in the world, relatively speaking. He's abused his power for a reptile. Abused it for years, and now he can't go out to one of his fine restaurants without a little skinny man. Bitch slapping him out of there. So. Well, yeah, he can't really fight back, can he? It's like, no, what can he say? He's like, oh, man. I'm um, not a piece of shit. They wanted those parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he said that in a drunken rage. Yeah, but, you know, anyway. So. What, he punches a mirror. <laughs> He'll be all right. So what, what What do we put on this? I, I'm with Buzz. You're with I'm Buzz? With him, I'm with I him. like the idea. I, I can see where you're coming from. Mm. But you know, I like Buzz. I'm, I'm not saying I, I believe know. that. I was just I being know, devil, yeah. I know that. Um, I, I see it exactly. I can see where you're coming from. It's like Billy Corgan in his reptilian mm. sighting when we featured a while back. Yeah. I mean, they might believe. They. I mean, I'm sure it's good. all sorts going on in your head on your way to the fucking moon. So, you know. And there's got to be weird things happening with the pressure in your eyes and things like that. And, you know, you might see weird things. It could you be might, hallucinations. You might have seen could aliens. Be, yeah. yeah. Could be anything. But if anyone's going to know, I'm more likely to believe a man who's been to space than I am to believe one of these guys who we've covered on the show before who draw pictures of their alien. You know, I make love to aliens at night time. I'm that guy who killed 19 with his samurai sword. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> See, fuck him. But, yeah, okay. But good for them, you know. Yeah. Pass the test. He, right, and that's the key thing. He passed that lie detector he test. He did. It's got to be true. Great bladder control from an 88-year-old. Mm. Great sphincter control. Sphincter control. <laughs> For a man his age, that is impressive. Yeah. Your arsehole's usually dropped out of itself by that age, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Turned itself slowly inside out. <laughs> I'm not a biologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 
can say I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, the prolapse is not something I'm looking forward to. Prolapse. Even the word, that's one of those words, isn't it? Just saying the word yeah. prolapse. <laughs> just conjures. I'm just con- really? conjuring my anus hanging out like a small red balloon. Oh, thanks, Ben. It's <laughs> like it was right in my head as well, though. <laughs> like a baboon. Yeah. Like a pair of baboon balls were hanging out my ass. <laughs> Well, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. 18 years old in Brexit Britain. And I've got to bring on the nuclear winter now. <laughs> right, <laughs> next news story. So we believe Buzz. We... I'm down with Buzz. Okay. <coughs> um, woman found a loaded gun inside her vagina at traffic stop. Whoa! Loaded gun. I have two questions. How big was the gun and how big was her vagina? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm guessing one was quite small and one was quite large. It was a minigun. <laughs> yeah, that's even more impressive. Oh, um, yeah. She looks fairly pleasant. We're just looking at her mugshot of her now. Yeah. Uh, a Missouri woman named Anika Watt was found with a loaded handgun hidden in her vagina during a, tra- during a traffic stop. She pleaded guilty on Friday to weapons possession and drugs charges. Wow. She stopped on the highway where heroin ecstasy were found in her car. Uh, Anika, 27, pleaded guilty to two felony charges as part of a reduced sentence agreement that also requires her to testify against an acquaintance. Oh! Oh, Oh, that's low. No one likes a snitch. Snitches get stitches. She certainly will in prison. Oh, man. Um, she put the gun inside her vagina in a desperate attempt to hide it from police, but the loaded Kimber .380 caliber handgun was discovered during a cavity search. And that's not the biggest drone. It's big enough, but it's not the... Um, so I'd imagine that the... It's, it's a, I don't care what size the gun was. It was inside her. Wow. Guys, big vagina. Yeah, I mean, I know they're designed for babies to come out of them, but there's some ripping involved well, stitching back up. Well, hang on, they tell you how big it is. Upon searching the car, they found a significant amount of drugs and arrested her. Her Kimber .380 caliber handgun is about 5.6 inches long, and when it's not loaded, it weighs 13.4 ounces. Not an inconsiderable thing to have stashed away inside you. I was thinking more of the shape, like, wow. Has she got the handle in there as well, or just the barrel on the trigger? Do you think... Sorry, I'm not going any further with that. I was just imagining the handle sticking out the end. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. Know, and that's how the officer removed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I would have thought, put the drugs in your fanny and the gun under the seat. They're going to find it anyway, let's face yeah. it. <laughs> wow. But... But a loaded gun, I mean, if it had gone off, I mean, you're dead. Well, yeah. look, we're bang on. Read that. Oh, that's, says... a, that's a different, uh, different woman, that is. Uh, back in 2013, Christy oh. Dawn Harris was arrested also on drugs charges. It turned out she was packing heat between her legs. <laughs> she was eventually sentenced to 25 years in oh, prison. Fuck. The police officer who searched her, Kathy Unbewurst, Unbewurst? Kathy. said at the time, <laughs> police officer Kathy said at the time, I observed at that time a wooden and metal item sticking out from her vagina area. She then pulled the item from vagina and found it to be a five-shot revolver with rounds in the chamber. Wow. So that's, you know, the revolver's fatter because yeah. it's got the cylinder. But the fact that it was loaded too, whatever, I mean, there could have been an accident there. Shoot the well, yeah. back of your womb out. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. A DIY hysterectomy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's extreme. Well, well and, only in America. And probably paralysing yourself at the same time. <laughs> well, hell of an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> but over here, you know, we cover British women that shit in crisp packets whilst queuing for the toilet. Well, this is far more hardcore. Yeah, yeah, in America, they, they, they put guns in their fannies. Wow. Yeah. We love you, America. Far more hardcore. Just a bit. Jesus. Good on her. I mean, she was, she was trying to get away with it. She was prepared to do anything. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give a top marks for improvisation. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Here you go. So. <laughs> so, okay. You're Anika. Okay. You see the lights behind you. Yeah. And you're pulled over to the side. And you know you've got drugs in the car. You know you've got drugs and a gun. And you make the, the decision in your mind then the gun's going to get me in more trouble than the drugs. Yeah. I need to conceal the gun. She, I am assuming, must have been wearing some kind of skirt. You'd have thought so. Otherwise, she's going to have to get her trousers down. There wasn't time to arouse oneself in the time it took the officer to walk from his car to yours. Or time to reach for the KY. I don't know if she had any. I doubt it. She shoved it. <laughs> this dry, <laughs> solid, cold object forced it into her... Oh, God. Then again, if, anybody, I mean, if she's got loads of drugs, she ain't fitting them all in either, is she? <laughs> oh, God. Oh God! Wow! Fair play to her. I still think that the um, it's up to the handle because it's that the one the, the story beneath that you observed a, a uh, wooden and metal item sticking out. So I don't think I don't think you're getting a handle up there, are you? It's just the barrel. I don't know. The barrel and the trigger, maybe. It, yeah, but it all depends. I mean, we've all seen that gif of the bloke putting the top of his head into a vagina, haven't we? That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I like how. Yeah, we have all seen that gif. Yeah. <laughs> And so have you, listener. Don't look down. <laughs> it's quite an old one now. Yeah, actually, exactly. So. Take that look off your face, listener. Um, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, Women hide guns yeah. in their vaginas. Just another thing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> another reason not to trust them. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> we, we love women. What's next? Is this the world's weirdest fetish? Meet the man who collects celebrity poo. No, no, it's not the weirdest <laughs> I've no. been online. <laughs> that should be pointed out, this is from our favourite, one of our favourite papers, the Daily Star, and it's Sunday edition. How does he get hold of celebrities poo? He's got to, like, follow them into restaurants and nip in the toilet after them or something. So these dirty celebs aren't flushing after themselves. <laughs> who do you think you are, Posh Spice? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to poo, she doesn't eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She shit air and dust. <laughs> <laughs> Had a massive dust shit this morning, David. It was gross. <laughs> Ironically, though, I find her more attractive now than when she was in the Spice Girls. Uh, yeah. Well, certainly not, maybe not now, but you know, in she's, the Beckham era. She's not. I, I'm not, I liked all the Spice Girls. Gotta be honest, they're all women. So there is a video. Do you want to watch it? Of him collecting poo, yeah. okay, that's... This is uh, for a museum though, isn't it, So it says, uh... Yeah. And it also says, warning, the followed footage contains explicit content. Uh, it's Victor Wynn's Museum of Curiosities. And shit. Oh, well, there's Viagra used by the Rolling yeah, Stones in there. Yeah, we have, um, a jar of, uh, Amy Winehouse's poo and a jar of Kylie Minogue's poo. And when you look at them, you can see that um, Amy Winehouse had 
I, I think that's probably a, a late night sort of kebab poo. Oh. Whereas um, Kylie Minogue's is more of a sort of teetotal, uh, raw food, raw diet um, poo. Much more sort of wholesome right. and firm. And I can tell you that um, Amy Winehouse's poo smells absolutely disgusting. Whereas, uh, I have to say, I thought that Kylie Minogue's poo it has a bit of a sweet aroma. Right, well, I'm just going to go out on record and say, first of all, mate, number one, right, why did someone put Amy Winehouse's kebab night morning after shit in a jar, right? And number one, why is Kylie Minogue shitting in a jar, the perfect little princess that Kylie Minogue is? Why is she shitting in a jar? I don't think they shat in the jars. And worth that second of all, why is he sniffing them? I'm fucking, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm fucking finished. <laughs> I'm done with the world now. Just bring on, either bring on giant asteroid 2018 or bring on the nuclear war because I am oh done. God. Like, he's a fairly youngish guy, isn't he? He sounds like pseudo-posh. Yeah. Like, not quite yeah. posh. Well, but sure posh enough to be sniffing Amy Winehouse's shit <laughs> and calling it, oh... So you need money to get in the celebrity shit game. Do you know Why what I mean? are you? <laughs> it looked so. That, I'm sorry, that is fake. Because I mean, look at it. I mean, it was like perfectly fucking preserved. I mean, it's well, like it's just, you believe it's their poo. Well, I don't. But <laughs> well, for five quid, you can have a sniff yourself. Ah! <laughs> you could just be sniffing some fucking. Trump shit. Yeah. Anyway, this is a tramps I fed on organic food for a month, and here's some tramp I treated to a fucking night on the special brew and a curry. Oh my god. Do you want to a bit more from this guy? Let's hear it. Excuse me, sir. See what else he's got to say. He has stairs shaped like a spine. I'm kind of with that. Hello. Uh, my name is is Nick to Wind. And uh, this is my museum. Uh, this is my mermaid, Simone, and she is the, the love of my life. Oh, Lord. It's a mummified mermaid. He just kissed on the lips. This is a woolly pig. These are some, some squirrels playing cards. And down here... We have the leg bones of an Irish giant. <laughs> that looks suspiciously fake. Of course you do, mate. <laughs> you see the little look he gave the camera then, suit <laughs> of the famous dandy Sebastian Horsley. And these are the nails that he used to have himself crucified with in the Philippines. In himself here, crucified? There is a jar containing intestinal worms, a copy of if you want closure in your relationship, start with your legs. A guide to understanding men. Wow. Yeah. These are the long and lonely nights I've spent since you first left home. This was my <laughs> pet hedgehog, Gilbert, who is a, a very grumpy hedgehog. Was, was a copy of Fish Who Answer the Telephone. Absolutely adorable. I for the listener, this man is showing us some weird yeah. taxidermy 
What was the I, jar I about leaving I, I'm home? Really, really it's stupid because I paid five thousand pounds for these. It's a jar that contains some 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 condoms and a and a packet of Viagra that was recovered from a, a hotel room used by the Rolling Stones. I can pretty believe that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they used? And in, in this I cabinet, so. <laughs> it's um, Rolling Stones. The gold-plated skull of a hippopotamus that once uh, belonged to Pablo Escobar. It was sold uh, at auction by the, the Colombian government for, I think, for $12,000. Where's he got all this money from? $72,000. Well, well, look him up online. What's his name? Uh... Uh, um, what was his name? I've forgotten already. Somebody was... Wind. Yeah. yeah. Victor Wind? Victor Wind. That's it. The Museum of Curiosities. So he claims to have... Amy Winehouse's poo in a jar. And for a five, you can sniff it. You, wow. You know what, I'd probably like the museum, I just don't want to sniff the poo. Uh, he also claims to have the world's longest standing erection. Okay. I'll give him a run for his money on that. It says he's got a, mum, a giant mummified penis. Seven inch, is that it? <laughs> well... In this cabinet, I have the world's longest standing erection. This penis was, was cut off uh, a man who was hung in the 18th century. The last person to I, the last person to come and uh, who wanted to to try to buy this penis was was Elton John. <laughs> uh, he, he he thought that a hundred and twenty thousand pounds was was too much to pay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bargain, move my penis. Friends, when he grand, I'll do Elton John a plaster cast of my penis. Hey. <laughs> wow. Well. I'm never going there. I'd go there. No, I don't want to run the danger of bumping into him. Oh, man, he'd be <laughs> fucking great. I should take him out on the piss. Oh, They'd no. be talking about fucking celebrity shit all night. <laughs> I don't want to sniff the shit. <laughs> I just want to go to the museum, oh, no. to see how absolutely crazy he is, and then say, let's, you know, what's going on the lash? What if, though, you're a bit drunk and he convinces you to have a little sniff of Kylie Minogue's poo, but then he turns around and says, well, it is a celebrity's poo, but it's not Kylie Minogue. It's are you familiar with the racing pundit John McCurry? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no matter how drunk I am, I'm not stuffing the stiff in the shirt. You've got a lung full of John McCurry's shit particles. Hang on, is, did you say it was boys, did you man? say it was Kylie Minogue's or did you say it was Amy Winehouse's? Kylie's. Well, at least it was sm sweet smelling. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the rule you live by. Yeah. I drink crap, I will not sniff a jar of shit. Rules to live by, listener. You're a man of principles, man. <laughs> yeah, You're a man of principles. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, should we uh, come back to a bit of the, yeah, the we'll end then? A, yeah, we'll yeah, take a break. Take a break and then we'll cut into uh, Om Shericio. Yes, the death cult. And we're back. And we're going to talk about Om Shenrikyo. And, and it's founder Shoko Asahara. Yes, and if you've never heard of this cult, uh, strap yourselves in because this is a fucking good one. Um, what was his name? 
He changed his name to Shoko Asahara, didn't he? He did. Um, we just referred to him as we'll Shoko Asahara. To him as that from now. Oh, formerly Matsumoto Chizuo. Who was um, half blind and he went to a blind school. Yes. His brother was fully blind. And he's like, the more money, you got more money for sending your kids to a blind school in Japan. Yeah. So he. I think if you're partially blind, I think you probably are allowed into a blind school. Yeah, but he didn't have to go. He was sent there because it was a bit of a, They were quite a poor family. And, yeah. and there's, there's alarm bells straight away because whilst being half blind in his blind school, he horrendously bullied all the other fully blind children. Yes. I go, uh, if you, in, if in you a, want to go somewhere, I'll take in, you. I'll be your seeing eye person. But how are you going to get back? Yeah. In the world of the blind, the one-eyed man is Yeah, killed. exactly. Exactly, Mike. And it, it was bang on true in this fucking school. Mm. Um, but he was already a bit of a charlatan and convincing people that he could do things. Yes, and he was a bit of a bully as well. Mm. He used to make the, the kids do wrestling moves on each other and then if they didn't yeah. do it right, he would do it on them instead. Makes blind kids wrestle for his amusement. <laughs> yeah. Yes, pretty much. And I bet he played up his... Bl- I bet he wasn't <laughs> as blind as he made out. He probably wasn't. He just, like... Uh, you can't say that for definite, but... No, that's speculation, but, you know, how did he know they were doing the wrestling moves wrong? Oh, that did not sound like the correct technique. <laughs> Come here, little one. I swear that's the last time I'm doing that. <laughs> well, partially blind might be, like, blurred vision, or... Yeah. You can only see, sort of, a, a certain mm. oh, well, range he, or something, I don't know. He, uh, he was par- certainly partially sighted, so he could see a little mm. bit. He founded the movement. Uh, in his one-bedroom apartment in Tokyo in 1984, but he had to have a quite a wealthy wife who he fathered right. quite a few children with. Mm. And she had you know, a bit of money, so even at a young age, he knew that the money. She was bankrolling this She was bankrolling it. But he'd also convinced... But he was doing acupuncture, for uh, fuck's sake, at the start. Say. He's got partial sighted in one eye. He's got one eye, and he's partial sighted. And he's doing fucking acupuncture. I mean, I had acupuncture once, right? I, I went... I quite badly hurt my knee and I went to see this physio and he was the Wolves first team physio in his full time job and he did the, the conventional sort of ultrasound sort of thing on it and he goes right now we're going to try acupuncture mm. and all I left with was six holes in my knee and a really sore <laughs> knee it was such bollocks and I said to him no offence but I don't want the acupuncture again because yeah. all I had was six six holes in my leg with some bruising and an equally sore knee <laughs> And he's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it, can be, it can be proven to work. I couldn't give a shit. To be <laughs> fair, Ben, I don't think all the needles in the world can sort out your chakras. <laughs> <laughs> all the smack needles in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, acupuncture needles. <laughs> you know there's an acupuncture point right between the ball bag and the anus. <laughs> I don't want to know what that picture is. perineum. That's it. I saw it on the diagram on the wall. I'll always remember that bit. <laughs> you thought, there's no way on earth you're sticking that needle at me, mate. <laughs> but didn't he... When he left the school, he'd already conned fellow students out of quite a bit of money. I can't remember what was the con. Was he selling some some kind of magazine or something? He no doubt it was some some kind of anime magazine. Yeah, he was already at it basically. The the man had. I think he started out as just a. a Someone who wanted to make his way in the world. He'd make some fucking money, but I easily. Mean, <laughs> I think you'd argue that if left to his own devices in, a, in, a, in this capitalist society, then he'd have probably been some kind of CEO if he hadn't gone down the court path. Probably. Well, that's what happens to most uh, psychopaths that come from wealthy families and become CEOs. Yes, but he was from a very poor family, but he was... Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's get straight out. He's a clever guy. Yeah. I mean, yes, towards the end, he was taking a lot of acid. Yes. In fact, most the court, most the court sort of setting, he was taking a lot of acid. Mm. But he was a clever guy. 
he knew how to get these people. You had these people under his spell. And so it started, it did start off as a yoga, meditation, acupuncture class. And it attracted a number of graduates from oh, Japan well, University. <laughs> Okay, yeah. you're, you're yeah. classed yeah. master. But this is how you become you become mm. you get the superpowers and this is who he was yeah. going for. He was going for the nerds. Yeah. Now he was coming out he was getting a number of graduates at Japanese universities. This was a religion for the elite, it was a group mm. for the elite. They were known as originally Am uh, Shinrigo the, the 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 cult of mountain wizards. It was played That was the original that. name, yeah. yeah. Did you know that? No, they yeah. the cult of the mountain wizards. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Uh, he went to meet the Dalai Lama. Mm. Mm. And apparently, in, it was in like, it was like 1985, and apparently he was more interested in setting up a business model than he was setting up a religion. But yeah. and even even the Buddhists didn't really like them very much. And he said, "Piss off, a Buddhist! You're going to be pretty bad, yeah. haven't you? Apparently, Especially a Buddhist monk." The Dalai Lama had to come out and make a statement, didn't he? After all the uh, I think he probably did, so, yeah, because there was some sort of accusation that, 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 that he did meet him, yeah. him uh, that he'd encouraged the spread of um, Buddhism. Uh, but he didn't because he used bits of Buddhism, yeah he did yeah yeah Mr Shoko, um, so he starts off you're the cult of the mountain wizards you got your geeks yes like, who's going to be attracted to your cult because he's he's promising people mountain wizards obviously yes <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to use superpowers yeah he's promising people now and this is where the cultural massively cultural element to it is the promise of um, superpowers but it's not things like you know, not like uh, the strength of ten men, or you know, leap a leap a tall building in a single <laughs> bound. It's like, um, oh, we've got this one guy, one of our top guys. He walks into rooms. This is true. They told me this. Yeah. Uh, one of our uh, lieutenants. He walks into a room and the light bulbs explode. Yeah. But he was just like he was probably like a useless fucking <laughs> superpower. But he was, but he was a kid who'd grown up in the cult. Ah. He was like. He'd been, so he'd been like in training for many years already. Mm. He was by the time he was twenty something. He was a fucking master at that point. Right. But let's talk a little bit about the kind of person he did attract. Have you heard of the, the otaku? The otaku. They're, they're a Japanese subculture. Right. And there, that is a term for people with obsessive interests mainly towards manga and anime, documentaries and academic research. And I'm gonna guess single males who don't get a lot of action. That's right. Uh, basically, people who sit there. Mm. In their room, obsessively studying yeah. something. This, Same way that we do. <laughs> this rings a bell and actually is quite timely because um, I got sidetracked the other day researching something. That, did you the Tokyo attacks the other day? The van attack. Did you hear about that? The trans van. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody. You see, it wasn't widely reported because it wasn't perpetrated by a brown person. Because um, ah, I hadn't heard about this. Ah, a dude killed. Ten and injured a few more by a van attack, mounted the pavement, mowed down some people. And I kept hearing this word, insul. He was a member of insul. He was an insul. I was like, what the fuck's an insul? Mm. Looked it up. Stands for invol involunta involuntarily celibate. They are just like these people we're talking about, but the Western version. So I could have just gone and see a prostitute? Well, they, they're so angry at the world... That they're not getting any, and they never so will. So it's involuntary or voluntary. Involuntary celibate. So, so they blame. Yeah. They blame women. Uh, are all and women are whores. Men. Women are all whores, and good-looking men. It's their fault for putting it about sleeping round. They go to one extreme of thinking there should be a government program where everyone one woman for every man. So full of rage and hate that they've now started killing people. Apparently, this guy was an insult. 
which sat, it's the same fucking thing. It's, it's probably an offshoot of that, certainly, yeah. It's young. Not all otakus are bad. Yeah, Some no, of them no. are very pleasant. They can sit in their room nowadays looking at the internet and, yeah. and providing a lot of our conspiracy. And, there was a famous case in yeah. America not so long back with this mm. guy who, um, I can't remember his name on the top of my head, but he's one of these guys. And yeah. he was done for slipping a 16-year-old waitress this note saying, mm. like, I'm a scientist and I'm 45 and I'm in the, uh, it's my peak to have children, so we mm. should have children. Do you want to go out for a drink? Mm. Now, he's 45, she's 16, and his defence was, I'm a scientist, I've got this theory that mm. all the women are whores, but I need to mate with young women to produce perfect offspring. It's just, this is the kind of thing, so he's angry at all the women, but he still yeah. wants to fuck them. Yeah, and one of the confusing things about them is that they accept, they're like, they're like, yes, we know we're the lowest of the low, and that's why we've never felt the touch of a woman, but we're angry about it. And someone's going to pay. And... So these guys, back to Om Shinrikyo, I think they are of a similar bent. They maybe not have the same hate towards women, but they, they need something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They need a group. They need to feel they belong somewhere. And in Japan... In a hobby. Yeah, anime is so intrinsic in the culture. Yeah. So anime yeah. isn't just for your, your super geeks like it is in the West. It's just part of everyday culture yeah. Um, yeah. adults your average normal adult will watch an anime maybe so these guys love anime they love cosplay they do they love video games sci-fi uh, sci-fi um, sticking probably, needles in your walls yeah probably <laughs> tentacle pull wanting, wanting to have that you know, yeah. in the, I've got it later on the book they release it tells you how to develop mental powers you know mm. I've got a few listed down but also you've got to look at the Japanese educational system in terms of these people as well mm. And this is, it goes back to, to that. they do something like 280 days of schooling a year compared to the West, which is a lot less than that. And it is constant testing, yeah. no individualism, and fact retention. Mm. You are taught to remember facts and then repeat them mm. at the time and place of someone else's choosing in mm. an exam. That is the Japanese education system. Mm. It certainly was, I don't know, at this time. Not much critical thinking. Not much critical thinking, which is strange that, you know... That's the Western education all over, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, well, yes, I suppose. No critical thinking. You retain these facts. This is how it happened, and that's it. And then you will do that in a test. And So that is... If you can't remember shit, you're no good in the Japanese education system. Same so, as ours. So, Same as ours. But, so that does... But the Japanese being... Let's say they're quite obsessive over stuff. Mm. Would you argue that? that in their culture? Mm. Oh, yeah, and there was also a I mean, general sort of... So if you don't fit into that, you're going to argue then, aren't you? You're, you're yeah. being creative, you're watching that. And it, it just, doesn't it you find it strange that even though that education system like, kind of tries to destroy any individualism or creativism there is, mm. well, the world leads in technology, they have all this creative anime, wonderful anime and manga. And all. So that's got to still leak through in certain yeah. people. But Well, it's kind of a... a like you say, look, we don't know, we haven't been to Japan, but from what we can gather, yeah, it might be a cultural thing of being, not to be individualistic, but a creative outlet is, that's not going to be stifled, you know, like, um, it's a force that's going to come out anyway, yeah. if you're that creative, you'll find it, <laughs> obviously. It's like ours, isn't it, they've got <coughs> art and music at the, at the back, mm. and the forefront is science and yeah. maths and English, but you still get the people that are mm. good at art. Well, what's the say? Water finds its level, cream rises to top. Somebody with an extreme artistic... Scum rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> ...of politics. 
yeah. and, uh, and so far though this is all very harmless and all very geeky and let's we're all going to gather up in the mountains and we're uh, we're going to practice moving things with our minds and become mountain wizards we're going to wear some <laughs> nice pajamas yeah. and we're going to uh, do some yoga because this is before I get confused. Well, 1989, they gained official status as a religion in Japan. Right. Because they ran, they tried to run in elections, didn't they? They did, that's a little bit later, yeah. Right. Um, um, should we just say, to set the scene a little bit of Japan, 1980s is only 40 years, roughly, isn't it? Yeah, since, yeah. 85, exactly 40 right. years after the end of the Second World War. Since we dropped... A nuclear bomb. The Americans Several. dropped Sorry, two, yes. two, two, nu the two nuclear devices, uh, A-bombs. No. no, the Americans. Okay, <laughs> just the Americans. They, they dropped two big-ass nuclear bombs. And the country was in a, a state of shame. Yeah. Definitely. Of shame because they lost. Exactly. The emperor had to concede defeat, didn't he? He did. He, he had to, uh, he, they, they still have an emperor, but he's mm. no longer a god, which is what he was. Yeah. He was god, yeah. god, the god emperor. Now, so it was a spiritual void. That's no, no, there was only one god emperor. That though. was new to me, see. I never realised this, that the emperor in Japan was seen as a religious figure. Yeah. Not a politician, an actual deity. And Yeah, the royal family were divine. It right. Was... Now, the Brits, uh, in all our wisdom, we didn't like that. And we knew that to have some influence in Japan, we needed to sort of nip that kind of thinking in the bud. And so we influenced lawmakers after the Second World War, this is my understanding, to basically put laws into place that would protect new religions. Um, yeah, um, but part of the unconditional surrender mm. of Japan, mm. the Americans, or well, the Western allies, the Eastern allies, predominantly the Americans, though, mm. I think the Japanese did surrender to rather than a delegation, was that it was unconditional, these are our conditions, mm. you don't budge on them. Yeah. And one of those things was that you renounce the emperor as a god, because right. you don't want that figurehead yes. with the love of the people who mm. says, well, if you ri we rise up, we yeah. can take it. Mm. You don't want that, you want to I was thinking the picture. That then explains to me, once I found out that the emperor is a god, well, that explains kamikaze pilots, doesn't it? Of course it yeah. does. That's how you convince Divine wind. Yeah, yeah, like I'm doing it for, you know. It's the emperor. I mean, the, yeah. So, Religious fanatics are the best fanatics. Yeah. So ISIS. Well, there you go. ISIL, Daesh, the, the terrorist group formerly known as ISIS. What people will do for a belief. So, my point is, what I'm saying is like, so we're meddling straight away. So like you said, total conditions, surrender, uh, admit that you're, you're God's a knob. Because um, we, we fucking told you to, we'll drop yeah. another one of them fucking yeah. nukes on you. Second of all, oh, Mr. Police Chief, anybody who wants to set up any new religions that are not to do with your uh, Emperor God, don't fucking touch him, right? Yeah. You leave him be and see if it takes off, okay? But then you get we'll see you in 50 years. Then, of course, you get Christianity and... and although well, Islam is still quite strictly controlled, controlled yeah. in Japan. Islam. They don't like the uh, extreme side to it very well, much. Well, who does? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Christianity is coming in, Buddhism's coming in. Buddhism's there's always been there. Shintoism. Yeah, there's a spiritual void, let's say. It's like yeah. as if the uh, spirit Shinto. If the, um, if the Pope suddenly came out tomorrow and said, there's no God. You've got a billion Catholics wandering around looking for something That's to believe it. in, haven't you? Uh, they'll just yeah. confess and feel guilty. They'll be fine. You know, Catholic so you've got know, this spiritual void. It's... So a lot of these cults sprang up. And, you know, and I'm sure some of them were just good old-fashioned religions with no... Uh, 
I'm no. sure there was some fat, grotty bloke with a beard who yeah. was in charge of it all. Well, but you know what I mean? I'm sure there were some little nice religions that didn't amass a cache of weapons and, you know... I'm sure... A unicorn sex cult. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that, you know, some little, uh, you know, Church of England <laughs> on the corner in Tokyo. And no one goes. Yeah. No one... <laughs> they just run these things, open it up every Sunday at a loss and keep on running. And into this void. Oi, I should have thought this one out. We're <laughs> the did... Church of England. We don't mind if you come or not. <laughs> I found it interesting as well, because uh, we'll get into his beliefs. One of them the things he read heavily was Nostradamus. And he did thinking, love his Nostradamus. I thinking, didn't he? We already knew he was a cunt, didn't we? But 1980s Japan, it was the first time it had been translated. Yeah. It was all fucking new to him. So imagine reading that yeah. in 1985. Like, oh. And there's going to be a, the, great, the next great leader will arise yes. in the East is one of the prophets. Who is He's the, he had this thing that he was, he was effectively the Buddha, mm. right? But nuclear war was coming. So what his plan was as the Buddha was to insert a Buddha in every country around the world mm. to avert so, nuclear war. Well, at first... Well, of course, it didn't happen. That was his fucking... Hey, yeah. look, told you it wouldn't happen. <laughs> well, that's the thing. At first, he was dedicated to preventing... Yeah, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. Because you can understand, being a Japanese person, couldn't you? Uh, that You're you, in a you shooting gallery in, the, in Japan, well, aren't you? Well, you might feel a bit sensitive to apocalypse yeah. and things because you've literally seen the most ungodly, yeah. god-awful yeah. hell weapon... Dropped on your cities, like you've mm, seen yeah. that firsthand. Well, that's and where the whole Godzilla thing came from. Yes, the yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of their anime is infra- uh, Akira. That movie's about the uh, the A bomb, really. Apparently, um, I do love that movie. Whether or not it makes We're into their complete psyche, sense, yeah, it is. It's, it's very much is in their psyche. Pervades absolutely, all their artwork and things. So, yeah, you're going to be thinking about it, aren't you? So, um, you and let's face it, you're also. In Japan, you are literally off the coast of Russia, oh. but you're also mm. occupied by America at that point in time. I quite close to China as well. I and quite close to China North and North Korea. Korea. <laughs> so you're in the bit of the middle of lots of countries with nuclear weapons and you don't have any. And every now and then... Well, they do, don't they? No. They, they, don't, have, they nope. don't have a real army, do they? No, they just have a defence force. Yeah. That is it. it can only be used for defence. They were very well-equipped... Technology advanced defence. Why can't we have that as a rule in the UN? Armies can only be used as defence. Ah, but then we can't make shit loads of money by bombing people. Actually, they were. um, They did deploy to Gulf War One, but they only guarded POWs. They weren't using offensive Mm -hmm. operations. But as a UN thing, I'd imagine they do. Costa Rica hasn't got an army, and they're fine. Well, the Japanese. Yeah, but they've got. I said they'd be off the coast, which is full of dinosaurs, like. (laughs) (laughs) They need an army. Think about the Japanese psyche. You've had these nukes dropped on you twice, and and then every now and then the ocean comes along and wipes away half your island. And or an earthquake, volcanoes. Yeah, it's a, imagine it's, how it feels to be Japanese. It's also like fuck. You go to sleep at night and think, oh, might be an earthquake in the night. Might get, the roof might fall in on me. How would you fucking not get away from that? Well, that puzzles uh, me. I'd be fucking terrified. Well, it's also with it, but. socially acceptable for you to get up that morning, uh, go to the local subway station, and throw yourself in front of a train. <laughs> <laughs> or go, go to the, the foot of Mount Fuji and hang yourself in a suicide forest. Well, I mean, all of our, all the whole world is under a sword of Damocles, isn't it? Mm. Ooh, I like it. With a nu- nuclear war, I mean, that could happen any time. Yeah, and it is, as we say, just 
literally, I mean, they're still getting effects from those two bombs. No one, yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I'll give you five quid if you can name the bomber of the uh, the name of the bomber for the um, Nagasaki. Well, yeah. everyone knows Enola Gay, I'll, I'll give you a five if uh, you can name a second. <laughs> I've forgotten. I didn't know. That's uh, Box Car. Ah. The pilot was last name was Bock. Oh, German. Well, a lot of Germans. It's a conspiracy. Nazis. Well, well, no, a lot of people in America are of German descent. It's Most of them are Polish, I know. Most of them are German, because yeah, German, German was going to be possibly the main language. It was, and uh, yeah, they actually took a vote on it in, in the first Congress. What's the official language of the US, English or German? English just about won. Yeah, it did, yeah. I mean, imagine the First and Second World Wars if, Ger if America was a oh, German-speaking well, oh, state. Well, we would be fucked, wouldn't we? The entire West, entire balance of history then immediately takes a... Imagine if, yeah, no, the no, USA no. joins the Nazis in World War Two. Yeah, II. but wouldn't they still, still be on our side, but just no. speaking German? I don't know, what would you have more favour with? Because why would the... If you think about it... I think about it, for 200... This was done in 1776, mm. whatever. So yeah. that's like 200... Nearly 200 years to the Second World War, where yeah. they've... You know, they speak German... Yeah, they speak German, you've got more German culture, more German immigrants going over there, because they haven't got to leave... Yeah. They haven't got to learn the language. Yeah, but they, they speak English, and they haven't got much English No, English, English would be... English. No, they do, but they have. It's, it's, English you know, would have lost the, the language... Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. So the Yanks would now be speaking German. Yeah. I just think it would have been exactly the same. We've got to stop saying Yanks. <laughs> I just think it would have been the same, just confusing because your mates well, from America have... sound the same as the ones we're all fighting. Yeah, but, like but you wouldn't have had so many English and Irish immigrants go over there because no, they'd have had to learn the language. Yeah. I'm just being wouldn't they? And yeah, they might have set up, but they might have set up in little... Yeah, English speaking yeah, communities, but they'd have to speak they're German. Their children would have Canada, to speak. They, yeah, but their children would have to speak German to get on in that world. So therefore, mm. you get this Germanic influence in mean, the culture. Because all, yeah. I mean, in, in but still doesn't mean that two hundred years later, when this fucker Hitler turns up, they all go, "Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, we really agree with his his policies because we speak the same language." So yeah, but what if um, it, it was like a sort of a mock, a, a pseudo Commonwealth state? Hitler went over to America on a Goodwill exchange mission. student thing. I met a lovely girl from California, big booby blonde, right, on a pair of roller skates. Brunhilde at yeah, this point. Right, yeah. yeah. And he fell in love, right, and they raised a couple of a kids. Yeah, it could have happened. Yeah. In a multiple universe, yeah. in a multiverse, yeah. it did happen. It did happen. It has happened. It, it is happening. Well, it's happening. And then he became. And it, it has then, happened, then, it is happening, and it will happen. And their great great grandson, Adolphus Hitler, Became the fucking president, and no one's mocking President Hitler. He's one of the greatest peacemakers the world's ever seen. In a Hitler. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, maybe, maybe just do that one in that particular multiverse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, not anyway. in that universe. <laughs> Is it banging hot Germanic blondes? <laughs> a lot better than me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Back to the cult. Um, so yeah, so where were we? In 1989, they get their official religion status, um, which comes with it various benefits. Um, I've got it written down somewhere, but let's face it, tax evasion. That's hey. straight in there. It's not tax evasion, it's tax avoidance. Well, tax evasion's in there. Um, your right to own property as an organisation. It basically gives you power, and as we said before, various laws in place. Mm. Don't fuck with new religions. So a blind eye does get turned to some stuff. Has he started levitating yet? 
He was. Uh, he will. Yeah, he is at this point. He right. is. Um, take but he's got very about... strong thighs as yeah. um, Ashimaro. Ashimaro. I can't. God, I forgot his fucking name. I can't pronounce his name already. Ashahara. Ash- Ashahara. That's it. So I actually spelled it wrong in my notes as well, which is not helping. Ashahara. Shoko. Shoko. Yeah. Shoki baby. Shoki what baby. Is Shri- Shri- what's it called? Uh, Home Shinrikyo. Oh, I do know that. It's, um, isn't it something it's pure truth something. or something? Yeah, yeah. Supreme truth. Supreme, Supreme truth. truth. That's, that's it. it. Om is a sound of God, isn't it? Yeah. Om. Om. The Om song. Om. The Om song. So this guy. Crypto fascist. <laughs> He got a photograph, and I've seen this photograph. It's fucking ridiculous, but I suppose you've got to put yourself in the place and time. Um, he's clearly <laughs> jumping in the air <laughs> yes. from a seated position. Now, I've heard two things about it. I've heard that he's, he developed his thighs so strong. This yep. doesn't make sense to me. That His thighs were so strong he, from a seated lotus position. He could propel himself. There's, there's a thing of yogic flying, but the floor. there is a thing that. An actual law party. Oh, was do you remember them? Don't you think it would be easier yeah. to stand on something high, jump off, reach the seated position, and they'd snap the picture before you hit your ass on the floor? Either way. I think that's what it was. I think it's literally yeah. he's got yogic flying. He does so yogic flying. Jump about four foot I in don't the think air. I don't think Shoko's jumping four foot in the he's air. He's a bit of a tubby bitch, to be yeah. honest. So um, I don't think he's jumping. I think he's gone up maybe six inches. They snapped the picture, yeah. and oh, they've caught him perfectly yes. at the extent of his jump. And because still six inches is still mm. a good yeah. chunk. This picture. Half a foot. I mean, I'm being gentle. I'm being, I could mm. be being optimistic. Mm. But this picture was then printed in a certain magazine, which if I was a proper researcher, I would have written down. But it was some sort of popular magazine. Oh, um, God, it was like this is Dungeons and Dragons magazine. Like or something. That. I got some, a lot of the membership from that. Yeah, something aimed at these types of... Yeah. What's the name again? Sorry, Ben. The Otakus. The Otakus. Uh, so this was a popular magazine. They've all seen this picture of the dude levitating. Yeah. And promising uh, superpowers. Well, uh, yeah, he's so got... That's how at this stage... And this is where, you, this is where you, I found that up. So the higher members, if you know, if you fucking give me all your money, yeah, and you know, I'll, I'll and you buy and you buy this book and yeah. you buy this book, and you concentrate on what was important by giving up leisure. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, I remember you can read minds, have X-ray vision, psychic abilities, and levitation. Mm. Sign me up. <laughs> You're in straight away. Well, the guy, straight away he's yeah. so flaky on his beliefs because one of his early beliefs he used to inc- encourage uh, sex in his uh, he did. amongst his members. Yep. I remember one of the details was. One of the techniques he told everyone was to masturbate something like, I, can't, I haven't got the numbers, but it was... Oh, God, you had you know, to do it... You had five to, or ten times a day, but you, without ejaculation. Yeah, you edged yourself, like, yeah. five times in the first day. And the next day, you did, like, seven times. You edged yourself. Oh, no. And then the eight, and the next day, and it went up, and it was, like, 40 days yeah. or something. Oh, and then you go and have a... So you were, like, edging yourself to... Like, I don't know, it's like 80 times. It's like torture. And then you went out and fucked, and your yeah. sperm was more powerful, it was more protein. And this is good karma. Good yeah. karmic energy. Oh, see, good so karmic like, energy. Oh, you save it up. Yeah. But then he changed. <laughs> to most, like most cult leaders yeah. do, everyone get, no one gets to fuck apart Except from me. me. <laughs> and this is getting ahead of it, but I heard, yeah. heard a story of one of his drivers, uh, who because not many people have spoken. Even today, as we speak, uh, not many people have actually spoke out. No, you, they haven't, um, no. They're still dedicated to the leader who's on death. Well, I've, I've heard they split up, um, and they split into two groups. Have been dis- yeah. Sort of one was like a symbol of a dove with a mm. fig leaf. 
and they were apologetic about the attacks. Mm. Just um, leave the call. Just stop being a call. Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's still stick together and remind everyone, um, yeah. you know, that what we did, but yeah. and be yeah. really sorry for. Or we could just leave. Well, they want to make amends, don't they? So that's a good thing. Well, the other, the other just, group were they? They still, you know, they said it was a good thing. Yeah, and they spread into Russia yeah. now. But they his have, yeah. his personal driver did tell his story, mm. and um, he told stories of how because uh, it got to the point in the court where. Eating was um, extremely controlled and uh, yes. rationed, and yeah. you were supposed to, as part of your karmic um, journey, to deny yourself and, and and not eat very much. To be honest, Shoko wasn't going to eat thinner, though, was he? Shoko was oh. magically getting fatter and fatter yeah. because his driver every night would drive him to takeaways and Mackey D's. He would just sit in the back of the car, filling his face, and the driver plucked up the courage to ask about it. And, uh, and was told by Shoko, oh, it's a test. It's a test of you. If you can see your leader breaking his own rules and yet still believe in him, well, then that, you're, no. yeah. you're bang on, mate. In his, um, in his, <laughs> his armoured Mercedes, by yes. the way, which was donated, yeah. admittedly, mm. but still as part of some, so someone pretty fucking high up mm. donated we, him an armoured Mercedes. And I think we need to start stressing right at the start of this story. Each one of these court members has given him everything they've got. Yeah. He has taken them for everything. This yeah. is all about money, yeah. right and from the start. Yeah, yeah exactly. It he is, is a massive, because later on, we're going to learn about him having like over 200 was it was a billion or two billion two of the height billion in funds right yeah. now that takes domestic terrorism to an entirely different oh. fucking yeah. level doesn't yeah. it that's a nation in a, in a country that yeah. is resource poor japan right. does not have oil it imports mm. virtually everything mm. You've got two billion in cash, I bet. You can pretty much fucking get what you want. Yeah, and he <laughs> pretty much did. Exactly. It was. Uh, it was. Oh, it so was at this stage. So, but in private, in, mm. in you know, apart from his limo trips in, they and he's, he Asahara and his top disciples reportedly mm. tried to continue their humble lifestyle. So we, when you saw him in public, yeah, he was waddling around. Well, he was being probably being carried. In all fairness, <laughs> but you know. He's in his simple garb and he looks a bit straggly. That beard was not a good look, was it? It was very straggly. Yeah. He's a straggly dude. And he was, remember, as well, the, the, the benefits package, packages you could get, $800. Have your picture taken with him. Yeah. $2,000. Lots of different No, no, $2,000. A gallon of his bath water. Oh, yes. fuck's sake. And he was a stra imagine he's you getting a gun with his back bath water and some back hair floating in it off this dude. And the rest of them weren't allowed to bathe, were they? No, they weren't. Yeah. They were living in so abject shit holery. To keep up the demands of how much water he was selling, he must have been bathing all day. And yeah. and his fucking cult members are just like, oh, can, can I wash my pits at least? Uh, like, no! <laughs> 3,000 beatings! Kudush, kudush, kudush! Apparently they were beat a lot. They were. Oh, because it was karmic energy, beating. transference of the karmic energy again, wasn't it? I'm helping you, Mike. Mm -hmm. If yeah. I beat you up, I'm helping you by taking away your negative karma. And if anything, you owe me, because I'm taking one on the chin for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm absorbing your bad karma, All you right. ungrateful bastard. Now yeah. hold still while I hit you again. Yeah. It's amazing what, Makes sense, it's amazing it? what yeah. one human being can get. But these are multiple human beings to do. These are intelligent people. They're scientists. They're graduates. Yeah. Yes, they're nerdy. But mm. at what point does a nerd taking thirty strikes of a whip 
and then not walking out of there in a flood of tears. I mean, well, you've because, got to be fucking dedicated. Because you believe the guy who's doing all this... Yeah, it doesn't start off like that, does it? it? That, that's that's your punishment. Wrong. It becomes. It starts off as a punishment and then it becomes yeah. daily treatment for yeah, everybody. you used to, didn't you? For, to go back to how they once believed that the emperor was a god, yeah. you now believe in your cult, this straggly beard weird dude... You don't think he's just a weirdo trying to make money. You think he's the fucking next coming He's going to save us some nuclear yeah. war. He is the saviour. He's... Our biggest fear as a nation, getting nuked. He's going to save us from that. Yeah. We know what nuking's like. We've had it. Yeah. We know on that again. And yeah. that was just a... The and the fact he's off his that. face on acid constantly. Well, that came in later, didn't it? Well, but he probably is at this point. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's sharing it with his... But that's the thing. Later on when he starts giving... Uh, Acid and LSD to his disciples. He's doing the biggest cunt move you can do with hallucinogenics, and that's not telling people that you're giving them fucking hallucinogenics. It's a bitch. It's not like, hey, it's LSD time, everybody. It's just fucking giving some of that. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> it's not a cool thing to do to anybody. So how much acid do you think he was on? I, I don't know the measurements of acid. Don't you have it in tabs no. and all them, well, all them little bits of paper you can use? It's I mean, liquid form or, um, or, or yeah, um, like tabs. That it's like paper, sheets of paper doused yeah. in the liquid that dissolves on your tongue. I This is one drug that I cannot speak a personal experience about. I've seen people at Glastonbury. Uh, I saw somebody, one guy had his head back, another guy had like a little droplet thing and a test tube and was dropping... Oh, pipette. Yeah, dropping liquid into his mate's eye and the guy getting the liquid was like, ah, God, fuck, yeah, it burns. One more, one more, one more. And I said to my friend at the time, I was like, what in the name of fuck is that? And he's like, oh, it's acid. And I was like, you take acid like that? And he's like, well, you don't have to. That's one way to do it. Like, straight to your eye. Oh, Why? straight to the brain, isn't well, it? Yeah, I will pour towards that. Well, um... You did. So, yeah, so, acid... Um, quantities, I don't know, but it, it's a sort of thing, that I, to my understanding, on lower doses you can get about your day, you know, you're just mm, seeing some colours and mm. things. Apparently micro-dosing is yeah. good for depression, apparently. Well, there you go. Definitely with psilocybin from the mushrooms, it's all the same family, I think. But, like, a massive dose of LSD, you're fucked, you're not going anywhere. Um, so, but... Morally speak, just to fucking give anyone any amount of dose of hallucinogen yeah. of what is going to change your perception of reality, right? yeah, without telling them, I had plans, mate. Yeah. I'm supposed to be anti Doris at R3. <laughs> no, she's a giant fucking <laughs> red dragon. <laughs> she literally has a Godzilla coming out of her anus, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Just pray to the leader. Yeah, the guru Give him knows some all. Money and get well for another fifty thousand well, yen. Well, let's let's focus on some efforts of making money. Okay. I mean, the, the shock caps. We spoke about it off oh, air. Oh, this is a good one. Right now, for the low, low cost of seven thousand dollars a month to rent, unless you're a monk, in which case you get given it for free. Woo. Right. So they would, you know, the, but those guys are the, the hardcore mm. sort of living, giving up everything, shaved heads. Probably very simple robes, <laughs> shocking themselves daily. Yes. But seven thousand dollars a month, or a month to rent, or seventy thousand dollars to buy, and this is basically a shock cap, which will give you a six volt shock to the brain every now and again, uh, and three volts for children 
I just went my own, put a shower cap on, and jack it in the main. <laughs> that's, that's what it was, though. But that's 240 volts. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd do it quicker than what I. <laughs> Any why people continue to think this is in any way going to help you is beyond me. Putting electricity directly into your brain for everyone out there who is even tempted to try it, it does not work. I don't know though. I just remembered now. You said that. I'm not saying put 240 volts. Don't do that. But there was a Radio Lab episode about where they did studies on um, like a low level voltage in your brain. Uh, apparently it does increase concentration. They, they did this test with a woman shooting targets, tested her accuracy without the electric, put the electric through her brain, and her accuracy went through the roof. Mm. But that's... There's not a, six volts, though, is no, it? That's at a low level, and that's <laughs> done by an actual science, uh, <coughs> clinical study. Uh, look up that Radio Lab episode, listener. Um, it'll do a better justice than I just did there. This guy is um, basing this on what? You know, he's, he's got nothing. <laughs> all, it, all it is is it's going to bring your brainwaves to the same level as the guru. It will, And they literally believed, didn't they, that this connected their minds to him. Yeah, yeah. That, that, so they believed they were literally connected to him psychically, mind to mind, and so that they couldn't lie to him, they couldn't deceive him, they, couldn't, uh, they had no choice but to do what he asked them because he'd know if they weren't doing it, wouldn't he? Because they're fucking psychic. Because he's the guru. He's, he knows everything. <laughs> And yeah, it's the arm salvation plan. It involved claims of curing physical illness with health improvement techniques, realizing life goals by improving intelligence and positive thinking, concentrating what was important by giving up leisure, as you said. And the higher members, you can read minds, you get x ray vision, you got psychic abilities, you can levitate. Just shock your brain for a bit, get on my level. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't just shock your brain, you have to shock your brain and give him the money. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 7000 dollars a month just to shock your brain plus whatever else you're giving him. Fucking nutter. <laughs> <laughs> but as we said, the practices they used did remain quite secret, but the ritual mm. use, rituals involved the use of LSD, beatings, being upside, being hung upside down and beaten, and shock <laughs> therapy. And but this, and then we said they got the karma, didn't we? So you remove the bad karma by enduring various sufferings. Members use this idea to justify the abuse of other members. So they are making you suffer. It's all right. So they, and I'm just reading here as well. In these early days, when it, when it kicked off, uh, and they became a religion, they were claiming to be a, oh. A Mayahana Buddhist sect. So, yeah. uh, but with Christian things, yeah. you know, the Harumagedon was, was he realised after doing the book, reading the Book of Revelations. So they, so they're going. So to the outward eyes, they're telling me, "Hey, we're a nice, simple Buddhist yeah. cult. Nothing weird going on nope. here." And hey, you can't fucking do anything about it because it says in the law that I'm allowed to do a bit of Buddhism now. Yeah. Fuck the emperor, God. Yeah. You heard what the Yanks said. And there was a lot of disposable income around in Japan in the 80s. I mean, there was a big fear in America that the Japanese were going to eat them alive economically. The Japanese economy was booming. There was a lot of disposable income floating about, especially amongst your top scientists kind of people. Your car developers, your scientists. Stockbrokers. Yes, as well. I mean, a lot of money floating about. Seven grand a month to shock yourself in the head. Hey, hey, spiritual spiritual environment. And like he says in Back to the Future Part 3... Where in, they're in the old west, the duck is the duck from the fifties, and he's trying to uh, fix the car, and he looks at the computer chip, and he's like, Marty, this is why it won't work. 
It's made in Japan. <laughs> oh. And Marty's like, what do you mean, Doc? All the best stuff is made in Japan. And he's like, fool. Like, um, oh, uh, as in the Simpsons, see, the... Uh, was it the union guy in The Simpsons, Mr. Burns? Look, is Mr. Burns' grandfather scared? She's like, oh, the unions, oh, they become greedy. You know, the Japanese are alive. And Mr. Burns is like, oh, those sandal-wearing goldfish tenders will never eat you alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then we locked that, then we bricked that boy into the abandoned coke furnace. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But that was, that was the thing. These, the Japanese, when they went, they'd lost the war. The Americans were the top dog, weren't they? economically the Japanese were kicking their ass definitely they were making the better tellies the better cars and shipping it all over here around the world to the, especially to us because we I mean mm. I don't know if, when I was a kid we, we always we had a Japanese car mm. well but before you? that yeah we had a, a Nissan Micra well, for fuck's sake I can't uh-huh. I've got a Sega tattoo it's Japanese as fuck. Yeah. It's a Japanese company, Sega. Yeah. Um, Most of the movies you watch, you've got Sony somewhere in them, doing, yeah. doing the sound or something like that. Oh, wow. Toshiba and, is a Japanese company, the TV uh, in the... And listen... You know, it's I, I Sony knew, TV here, I mean... I knew it would come in useful one day. I uh, read a book called The Console Wars about when consoles took off in the 90s, and uh, it was really interesting now, and it will fit into this, of the problems between Sega America and Sega Japan... Um, of just trying to deal with business in Japan because of traditions and... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that, yeah, that is the right word, tradition. It is. Because the, 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 the Japanese are very polite people. Yes, and the, they, 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 they do not disagree. No. In the boardroom, the the chairman of the board sitting there talking utter cock bollocks about to mm, absolutely yeah. wipe out your fucking company and you fucking know it and you go, uh-huh, and nod your head yeah. and go, yes, yeah. And then here's the big old boss of America... In Sega in America, who've been killing it like with with their edgy campaigns, and he's like, "Well, actually, what I think is we got to do this," and everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. Like, oh no! Yeah. Looking at the floor, but what the are you thing doing? Is, when when that big boss makes his absolute cop bollocks decisions, yeah. you all go away and you all get together and you mm. do the exact fucking opposite mm. and then you tell them it was all his idea. Mm. That's kind of the Japanese way. Mm. Oh yeah. You, yes, ba- you, you explain it in a way so it's actually his idea mm. that you just kind of maybe took it to another level but it was his idea. Yeah. Whereas American saying you guys like, no, that's mm. bullshit, we're doing it my way. Yeah. It's the th- and, and Japanese, um, I've seen pay-per-views for wrestling mm. in Japan so strange isn't it's it? so weird because you know what mike you're not a wrestling fan but you know people cheer and clap when someone does something particularly impressive yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. no the crowd Pretty is utterly silent. virtually silent yeah. and it just seems so fucking really? abstract and, and then at the, the end, end of the match they all applaud and stand up they'll go mental at yeah. the yeah. end <laughs> but you don't make them you're watching them you're the, the yeah. idea is your attention is focused yeah, yeah. entirely upon them so we're disrespectful mm. to them to cheer and applaud because yeah. then you're taking your attention away. Mm. I just remember in this book as well, the Americans saying how frustrating it was just not being able to get anyone to see sense or do, when even though they knew they were agreeing with him on the smaller level. Oh yeah, we know you're right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the chairman's here now and yeah. he doesn't want that so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we used to have a pin in that for a little bit. Yeah, of course. Minute. Yeah. Thank you. Right, we'll be back. And we're back. So let's move to, um, we've gone through what was expected of you in the court, kind of what their beliefs were, the Harumageddon, the end of the world, how they started off as being nice and peaceful and loving, 
Yeah. Trying to prevent an apocalypse yeah. to actually wanting to go about creating one. Because we missed a little bit, didn't we? Just that they, they tried to go for legitimate... They tried to get voted in in yeah. sort of local elections they did. and things. And when not one member was voted in... Anywhere, no. 25 they ran. Yeah, uh, it was around that time where he went, oh, well, I can't do it through legitimate means. Mm. So we'll have to do it ourselves. Just like yeah. Thanos said at the end of one of the films, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Put his hand in the glove. Oh. Oh. Um, we should talk as well about the actual cult members. They are completely isolated. They are not allowed any contact no. with family members. And a lot of them didn't have families, which made it easier. They were that sort of people. But um, ones that did have families completely... Um, or they took their family off. with them. Yeah, that's Because, I mean, there was cases where... When they had to receive their official religious status, mm. uh, relatives would raise concerns to the police. Yeah. The police would come to the compound. Yeah. Um, and it, well, sorry, and the, the lawyers would come to the compound, mm. take the children off the compound, and the police would show up and escort the children back on. Yeah. Because there was so, a, a thing that they weren't getting education while they were there. They're yeah. just being basically brainwashed. And the, and violence, we've touched on it. But the, so they're all in a big compound. Yeah, and there was a um, bit of arm bashing in the major going on mm. as well, which probably changed his mind more than anything. The major right. that, that led to the after the failed elections mm. and twenty five candidates failed to win a seat. That led to a bit of mockery in the papers, right? And a, a bit of investigation into him, mm. really. Um, and was this where the first sort of murders started? Yeah, to, uh, this led to a major shift in their ideology and they no longer sought to merely survive apocalypse so they they originally sought to prevent an apocalypse and now they mm. seek to merely survive it and set it up because through his we touched on it didn't we but he was taking um bits of buddhism um, christianity. Bits of christianity hinduism with the 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 god of war that the quote uh, that uh, the guy Vishnu. said when he dropped the A-bomb, what did the scientists say? Shiva, I am death, Shiva, so I have I am, death yeah, the eater of worlds. That's it, yeah. Um, you know, he was down for a bit of that. And he'd gone from believing there will be an apocalypse and whoever, and he was using his Nostradamus and, and his, um, whoever rises yeah. after the so apocalypse. About and, Shiva, did you know that there's a statue of Shiva outside CERN? Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. That's yeah. weird, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah, what is a Hindu religious figure at the destruction of all life, doing in front of a particle accelerator. Because it's going to destroy the world, Mike. Because they're trolling people like us. Because yeah. really. they're all yeah. geeks, exactly the same. Yeah. Like, Once you put it inside, God has a destruction. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> that'll really fuck with those exactly. internet dweebs, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they also were big fans of um, Isaac Asimov's Foundation Trilogy. Which yeah. is referenced a lot in it because it become it tells a tale of an elite group of spiritually evolved scientists forced to go underground during an age of barbarism to prepare prepare themselves for the moment when they reemerge to rebuild civilization. Right. So they love that shit. And there was like a, a Mad Max Two sort of scenario. Yeah. yeah. And there was a um, uh, it's, it's an anime called the Spaceship Yamato, which was named after a Japanese Second World War. Their biggest ship they had, the biggest battleship they had. Which was a kind of effectively sent on a suicide run in World War Two, mm. and he's given just enough fuel, just enough ammunition, go out there and die well, kind of thing. You're our biggest ship left. Yeah. You've got enough fuel for a one-way trip. You're going out to go on a one-way trip, and it was quickly sunk and destroyed. But it was, it, there's this anime so called the Spaceship Yamato with the same kind of similar and colonists going out on the on the battleship Yamato to either survive or die, but yeah. it's 
spread out humanity out. So rather than rising from the ashes of nuclear destruction, we will instead bring about the nuclear destruction and then we'll rebuild, we'll rebuild. in the guru's I, image. Yeah. Can I read you a little paragraph on um, on their theology? Yeah. Because it can be a bit confusing. Uh, this is from uh, Rational Wiki. Um, Many find the violence of Om Shinrikyo abhorrent and puzzling, as Buddhism is normally considered a very peaceful religion, and thus a violent Buddhist sect is at odds with how many in the West see it. The violence was justified by reference to the Buddhist concepts of, and I apologise for my pronunciations, justified by the reference to the Buddhist concept of Mapo and Shoho. Mapo is the state of the world as it is now, with sin and corruption running rampant. In the Mapo world, it is almost impossible for anyone to reach Nirvana. The next time in the cycle would then be Shoho, the time of peace and tranquility when Nirvana is easy to achieve. By bringing the end of the world, they would restore Shoho. Is that a bit like the Age of Aquarius sort of thing? This mm. is the you dawning of the Age of Aquarius. Quick, fall, quick, I fight you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is. And, uh, they twisted the Tibetan, the Tibetan idea of Poa. Poa is a ritual performed to help the passage of the soul when one is dying to help them ascend higher. For Om, it was the idea that killing someone who was against the cult prevented them from accumulating additional bad karma and thus was to their benefit. So, like we were joking about earlier, literally it's like, hey, you know, I'm doing this for you. Uh, yeah. Shoot you in the head and no, no, put you, you in the be... microwave. Oh yes. Well, they did. Yeah, that's they, not they, an exaggeration. No, they yeah. built a microwave for people, mm-hmm. which killed them, and then they dissolved their body in acid yeah. in a barrel, and and at the end Spread when they it in the forest somewhere. Well, when the Japanese government, Japanese police did actually raid the compound, I think they found something like eighty barrels. Yes. Just get that microwave. Well, they would drag them in, kick them, prove them, and <laughs> yeah. drag them in, throw them in, and just press the button and basically just microwave them to Imagine death. being high, high as hell on acid and LSD and then finding out that you're in a microwave. Oh my god! Oh, what does my, what does my brain does it hurt? Rotate? Does it rotate? <laughs> 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 you just you're big watching disc. your face melt in the mirror. <laughs> the ping! Bit. Does it ping at the end? <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> that sick fuck definitely made it, it ping did. at the end. <laughs> oh. See, that's the thing. This guy is, you know, he's blatantly off his fucking rocker. Yeah. Or Shoki. But, I mean, you've got really intelligent people lapping it up, but I think it's, it's got to be that that cultural thing, it's going to be that education system and it's going to be that otaku business. You just knew the right people to attract. Yeah. Well, this is, imp- I'll just read you this paragraph then. Bang on what you've just said there. So people in the court, like we said, were isolated and stuff. And he says here, thus, especially in Shinrikyo's case, everybody involved withdraws into a fantasy world and the rest of humanity comes to mean nothing. A special form of detachment from the rest of the world then occurs. Yeah, so if you're so, already an otaku, yeah. you're detaching humanity already. Mm. You're Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> With your big blue dick. <laughs> With your big blue dong shooting your legs. Or your small Japanese penis. Sorry, Pix- Stoke! Pixelated penis. <laughs> 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 
Well, when they when they're all they like that, I mean, yeah. When they take out the implants yeah. in Japan, they've got bionic implants. He just looks pixelated all the time. That's how it works. Your girlfriend gives you a blowjob. Like, what happened to your face? It's got all weird. <laughs> no, because they're trained to deal with that at a young age. <laughs> they're educated fat retention, guys. Practice blowjobs at a young age. Fuck me, I want to be Japan. I know. I think Japan. Like, I would have a good time there. I love fucking rope. No, I don't love fucking robots. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have it out. Cassie's going to a sex party in Germany. I love robots a lot and I love wrestling a lot. Those two things are basically religion in Japan. I'd probably be killed Would by Would you join a cult that had religion and wrestling in you know? it? No. <laughs> it's yeah. not one. <laughs> I'd probably be killed by a Yakuza of having tattoos and I'd be walking around in my t-shirt not understanding local cult customs. And well, is it and bad to show your tattoos? In I think so, yeah. Because my friend, uh, um, shout out to Nico, told me a story. He had to go to Japan for uh, a work thing and um, he jumped in the in the pool in the hotel. Yeah. Had a little swim. And uh, and everyone got out of the pool, literally like, ugh, disgusted, got out of the pool and he thought it was a race thing. Like, oh, Fucking hell, I hate the white man kind of thing. Yeah. Apparently, no, it was him being... He shouldn't have had his tattoos out, basically, and they were all disgusted with his breaking of the social rules. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. say. Um, That's the thing with Japan. And the music in Japan isn't great either, is it? It's all sort of like cyberpunk. Hey, I love this band. Metal. See, I don't I do... love this band you called Shonen Baby... Knife. Oh, thank God for that. Shonen I thought you were going to say Baby Metal. Yeah. I was going to oh, get no, up no, and... No, 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 it's a Baby Metal. Yeah. Shonen Knife are amazing. They're a really good punk band, but the lyrics <laughs> are so wonderfully curiously Japanese like my favourite song is called Big Kitty and uh, the lyrics go Big 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 Kata Big 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 Kata <laughs> but trust me uh, the music is awesome and it's three really hot chicks yeah. which doesn't hurt but um, yeah lyrical nonsense but I fucking love that band Shonen Knife yeah that sounds kind of samurai and, though doesn't it and there's one song where she says in English <laughs> Now, this is not me being racist. You can look at the song, but it tickles me every time. She says flying saucer, or sings the word flying saucer in her Japanese accent. Frying. <laughs> I'm going to do my own. Flying saucer. <laughs> Fuck me, I had to Google it to find out. What's she saying? Uh, oh, flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> flying saucer. Look them up. Great band. All right. Well, I'll take Back to word. the death call. Take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We've gone to the um, the arm bashing that had gone on in the media, sort of gentle, fun poking satire. Didn't fucking old, mountain wizards. Old Sh- Shoki did not like uh, the no. the fun making cartoons of mm. him and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and also in 1989, uh, so this Sunday um, Main which is a prominent Japanese newspaper, mm. ran a seven part series on the court, including accusations that their members were separating their families. The blood initiations, large involuntary donations, and the children in the group are receiving no formal education. Mm. And could potentially be putting a barrel and then putting a microwave. Possibly. Oh, fuck. And around this time, old Asahara was claiming that tests had been done on his blood mm-hmm. and he had unique DNA. Mm. Right. Now, a lawyer who was working for the families of the court members. He proved. Was called Sakamoto Susumi, I think that's right. I know the bloke. Um, he attempted to refute, the, refute these claims and he had it independently tested. And there's a big thing, like, apparently, there's a big cultural thing about blood in Japan is if you're mm. a, a certain type, you're more likely to succeed. Oh. 
Well, whatever that type is. But anyway, um, and he was the one trying to get the children out. Uh, but sadly, um, in November 1989, uh, Sakamoto, his wife and infant son vanished and they were killed by armed Shinriku members this who did fuck it up because they weren't supposed, he was supposed to be alone. He yeah. wasn't, and they literally bashed his head in with a hammer. And his wife and, and, his, and, his, and his child. They yeah. killed this guy's wife and child and him and their bodies were fucking ground up and all weird shit done, weren't they? And yeah. Dumped in the woods. Yeah, great guys, lovely guys. But you get this, like, this is such a an integral part of cult running is the being isolated and the not being allowed to leave. You know in the Taking news... Taking notes, guys, are you? Yes. Um, <laughs> in, in the news at the moment as we record is this... Um, I've forgotten the name, but the actress from Smallville's been caught up in it. Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of this briefly. Yeah, I've seen the, I've I've seen the headlines, uh, I'm not... Um, again, it's... Alison Mack, is it? Or something? Yeah, yeah, that's the actress. But what popped it into my mind in regards to this is that... Um, I, and something I was listening to, there was talk of exactly, again, people not being allowed to fucking leave. Um, people being chased on the... Um, uh, on the train station by other cult yeah, members. Yeah, and like, he you was. You will not fucking leave. Um, yeah. And a town, they had, the town where it was set up, the little cult, because the guy had, a, again, a lot of money, the guy set it up. There were towers there that blocked cell phone coverage. Wow. That people didn't know about. <laughs> wow. Wow, so they don't even know as... so this is... Anyone in this fucking home, anybody who turned against um, old Shoki baby, he wasn't having it. He no, wasn't no. It at all. You were we getting microwaved of the court, yeah. yeah? To this day, we don't have an accurate figure. We don't know how many of his own people he killed. His no. own cult members. I mean, there was 80 barrels. Mm. That's what they know. I mean, there was probably beatings, dismemberments. Mm. I, 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 heard, I read some of his um, ashes were buried in the slope of Mount Fuji. You know, it, it could have been hundreds. I mean, they literally killed people by accident, too. And I don't know if you ever heard of the, the Japanese uh, Biological Experiments Unit 731 in the Second World War. That's, that's an episode on its own because mm. that was like, they just tested, they did live autopsies, human experimentation, all sorts of shit in this place. It, it yeah. beat Nazi extermination camps. Wow. I can't... The, the inhumanity of it. I mean, mm. there were Chinese prisoners. They didn't even refer to them as humans. They referred to them as logs. Yeah. There were logs to be cut up and dismembered and examined, and it was just, oh, biological agents tested. On, on Western prisoners as well, it was... And this guy, we missed this at the start, but he was known to authorities because, Shoki Baby, before he started his cult, I've just read it now in my notes, um, you know, we were talking about he was a charlatan mm. back in the day. I've remembered what it is now, or read what it is. He was selling, basically, literally snake oil. He was um, creating some kind of juice that he was selling to mm. people at an unbelievably high price. And this was his acupuncture days, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? It was a fix-all. Yeah. You know, and he was charged for operating pharmaceuticals without a license, that type mm. of thing. So he's on the books, is what I'm saying. Doesn't he, he strike you as slightly like Mormonism? I know we've mentioned it before, but yeah. snake oil merchant. I think it's he, his own religion. I think he sort of fell into the cult game, though. I, do. I think his mission at first was literally just, I want to make as much money as I can, and he realised he could dupe people quite easily. Yeah. And then it just, I With think, snowballed. Yeah. It just snowballed then. And so once, you, once you get the power, you crazy. And the acid. Yes. And let's not forget the acid. But this is where the acid comes in too, because another important factor that I think we'll find in all cults that we look at when we do the show, 
When do we dis- dissect yours? Hey, yeah. <laughs> when, it, when it grows to a, a, an acceptable level. When you've got a compound. When I'm in jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, there's a turning point in every cult's life where the cult leader starts to believe his own shit. Yeah. Um, Big where, time. Where, and that's what happened with Shoki. Yeah, where, where you go from con- just pulling the wool over people's eyes and convince them, yeah, I'm a special guy, you know, giving that money to be like, yeah, I fucking... Mm. I'm a, I I've really got, am the son I've of got God. unique DNA. Yes, my blood is different than any other human alive. Nostradamus predicted me. Yeah. I'm the great leader in the East that will arise and lead humanity through Harumageddon. Harumageddon. So the guy's already... We already uh, broke our promise. Uh, we're, we're getting into... We're getting into... Uh, they're starting to kill... They're starting to kill their own members. There's a lot escape. of blood on his hands now getting, at this yeah. point. And... And the, remember, they were acid wasn't that popular in Japan, but they were selling drugs, weren't mm. they? And they eventually they ran afoul of the yakuza. Mm. You know the yakuza. They're like the mafia times ten. Mm. I mean, if they fail, oh, yeah. it's the top off your finger. You fail a second time, it's the rest of your little finger. You fail a mm. third time, they just fucking kill you. Like uh, they are escalate quickly. <laughs> 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 but he wanted. He knew this was going to happen. Mm. And he, at first, he wanted to father, because he was the only one allowed to come, remember? No one else could come. No one else having sex, but him. No. Or hot he, dogs. Well, he wanted to father a ch- an army, essentially, mm. or certainly... He got ten close. Of, he had 15 yeah. fucking children. He had four off his first wife. Fuck, yeah. Right, so... What happened to her? My career. No, she's still there. She's, she? But he's just shagging everyone else. Ah, I see. Because he's the guru, isn't he? You know, she's, she's got many ones. And you lot took the piss out of me for wanting to be one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, it's this period. Quick, make me blind in one eye. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Japan is a country with very strict gun control. Mm. He did manage to procure 18 handguns wow. in Japan, which is no mean feat. If you have mm. $2 billion, though. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, they also tried to set up an AK-47 factory huh. and produce a thousand rifles, but sadly they... they only produced one, which puzzles me, mm. because the AK-47, for any, any fellow gunny people out there, is like the simplest rifle in the world. Mm. That's, that's why all freedom fighters use it, because yeah, it can be buried can in bury sand, it, buried in, in mud for a year, leave it, mm. knock the crap out the mechanism, and it'll fire first time. It requires very little maintenance. It fires a big ass round, and it fires a lot of them. You couldn't hit a fucking barn no, door. No, you it. can't hit no. a lot with it. But you fire enough, and you'll hit something yeah. at the end of the day. Although if you fire it on fully auto from the hip, you'll be shooting down aircraft within a, <laughs> with a, with a, in about half a second. But that's not the. It's cheap, so how did they? But it's become, cheap. How did they um, make friends with the Yakuza? Because they sort of came to an arrangement. Well, they? they came to an arrangement because. Asahara decided that he couldn't get these kids fast enough (laughs) to to protect him fully. Um, So what he did was he recruited members of the Japanese Defence Force, or certainly veterans of it, or people who'd served, including members of his elite airborne division, who were Mm. probably American trained, so they're not too shabby. They were called uh, the Soldiers of White Love. Which I find <laughs> fucking fantastic. I would like to be a sword soldier of white love. That's <laughs> because metal. you're a white supremacist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a white supremacist. I'm just saying, the soldier of white love, that's a pretty fucking metal name. Okay, but if you but, are you allowed to give your white love to non-white of course you are. humans? Oh, I'm in then. That's fine. Yeah, but, um, I don't have an issue with that. So how did this... 
But how did that appease the... Uh, the, the accuser? Yeah. Um, well, the soldiers of white love beat the shit out of them. Oh! <laughs> when they attacked the compound. Fantastic. And um, basically these boys were yeah. fanatics. Yeah. They trained from sun up till sundown. Physical fitness, martial arts, weapons handling. 12 hours a day, seven days a week. They're all, they've all already received major training. They're pretty nails, in all fairness. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, they're not on Western Special Forces level, but they're certainly above your, your Japanese Yakuza level. Right. And they did beat the fuck out of them. And then the Yakuza were strangely more tolerant of them after that. I suppose as well, that, I mean, I'm no expert, but... Your, your mafia types, I'm currently halfway through a 30 hour long audio book called The Five Families, which is uh, the history of the mafia. Fucking fascinating. Does it end up with Gotti at the end? Uh, it's going through, the, it starts in fucking Sicily, explains, which I found fascinating. Why the mafia started in Sicily, because I didn't know any of this. Well, I had no idea of any of this history that... Just where it is ge geographically, uh, Sicily was being invaded constantly, yeah, constantly yeah. by fucking Africans, bloody the Europeans, Italians, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a natural sort of local defence sort of thing arose because of a, a suspicion of over. So from that, they had an like absolute dad's army. Well, yeah, basically, but <laughs> an absolute disregard of any authority and whoever. It doesn't matter in power. We've been overtaken that many times. Fuck whoever's in power. We yeah. look after each other. Then that just transported to when they the emigrated to America. Yeah. Your it's families, because they were separate provinces, well, they were, wasn't it? Well, they, they were, were, fam they were the family groups, yeah. Yeah. and they they have rules that you can't just go and take over another family. You got to sit down. But anyway, to take that back to the accuser. Oh, well, you know, with marriage and you know, mm. alliances like that, even you know, it's yeah. like, you know I'll marry my second daughter to your yeah. first son. And or a something. made man had to be of had to have Sicilian <laughs> parentage. But anyway, yeah. my my guess is that the yakuza. Uh, the kind of rackets they're running, um, protection, drugs, uh, betting, betting, gambling, sporting events, that kind of thing. Om Shinrikyo aren't really encroaching on their territory in that way, are they? It's not like two rival gangs fighting for, no, for drugs. No, but Arm have got, at this point got two billion in the bank. Well, that's the other thing. But you see what I'm saying? They're not really... They're not... Invading their turf. Yeah, they're not, they're not on street corners. They've been encroaching a little on the drugs trade... Mm. They're a bit. I think. I think it's more that it's like they're worried that because they're becoming so powerful, it's like maybe mm. we nip it in the bud now, get them to agree to our terms, mm. and you know, in the future we'll we'll have him in our pocket. We'll yeah. just keep feeding him money and acid, little take off it. Mm. He's getting richer. But it's like blah you, blah. You, story as old as time, isn't yeah. it? Well, it's like you said earlier, acid and LS hallucinogens weren't that. No, they weren't. They never took off in Japan. In Japan, I've got no idea why. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It must be a cultural thing, societal thing. Maybe. Maybe it's, it's that rigid sort of discipline of yeah, no creativism. And mm. You take that stuff. Oh, well, that's bad. Who knows? Yeah. You'll be you'll be drawing tentacle porn by the end of the week yeah, if you're not taking that. Cocaine and speed are probably probably suit the Japanese lifestyle a lot better. Because I'd you, imagine you, a lot, you, there's you a lot of Japanese who will take speed. Hours. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Some kind of amphetamine, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah, see, uppers, I think. But yeah, so I, I was just trying to clear that, because that is strange, isn't it? Why yeah. the accuser never just went in there. But I suppose, like I said, they're not really not encroaching on their territory and they're not trying to uh, it could, steal recruits. <laughs> it could be a problem that mm. you may need to deal with in the future that if you nip it in the bud now... Yeah. And just most people, I suppose, at this 
point. You've got to remember, I guess. This was maybe they don't want to infiltrated into their organisation. Yeah. That's another thought. I mean, you've got you've got a lot of top people in top mm. positions. Yeah. Who are at some point members? I mean, at this point, it's still a religion. Yeah. As far as the outside world, even a yakuza man might be thinking, well, they're crazy religion. So I'm sure I've heard of them selling a bit of the old LSD. Um, and they were asking us if we could get them a helicopter. Yeah, but, um, a Russian military helicopter, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but they're just a crazy wizard religion. Yeah. So, yeah, but... But, you know, it's like... They, at this point, because they're getting bashed a little bit, even though they've just beaten the accuser, they're still taking that, that mockery of them in the in the, in the the uh, popular culture. Yeah. And they were known to consider the assassinations of several individuals who were critical of the court, including the cartoonist uh, Yoshinori Kabayashi. Mm-hmm. And they did actually attempt an attack, attempt an assassination on him. You see, because we've got a list here of the. We'll get to that in a bit, shall yeah, we? Yeah. Well, I, I'll get the. the they saw this. The, basically, either sides, he wants chemical weapons. Mm. And it's also worth pointing out that they sent a lot of their science guys over to former Soviet Union states. To learn some stuff. To learn some stuff and potentially try and buy. Or what you call it, radioactive material to make a dirty bomb or even fissionable material to make a, a fully-fledged nuclear bomb. And they had the fucking guys to do it. He was saying to people, I want a plasma weapon, I want rail guns, I Lasers. want laser weapons. Yeah. And they did have a laser. Yeah. They had a laser. Do you think they pretended it worked really well in front of him? I don't. I think they pretended it did more than it was yeah. supposed to in like, front of I him. I fire it at you now, and you go, ah, pretend to be yeah. dead. And he's like, oh, I'm so pleased. Yeah. And then you're like, it's okay, Ben, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he levitated for, for all of half a second, and then he vanished again. Because the, uh, the thing is, they would go to him, and he would tell it to his top science guy, I want a levitating chair. Mm. Right? And he'd go, okay, great leader, okay, guru. Yeah. I'll go and work on it. And he would come back and he would say like, Oh yeah, well, um we accomplished it, but to with our technology as it is, um, even though we're at the top of everything, it would have to spin round so fast yeah. to maintain its anti gravity that uh, you would be sick and he go, Okay, we can do it yeah, though and we'll he's like, it. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. Oh, oh okay. And he'll be happy with that. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you try. Yeah. And if because he knows the people around him, they're Yes, he may be off his face on acid, but he, and yes, he's a very clever manipulator of people. But he also, seems, like most cult leaders, knows to trust the people he appoints to top positions mm. in a way. And he's also an innate, like most cult leaders, he knows where to put people. Yeah, yeah, you're only as good as your number two. That's it. Well, and the other thing is that you you don't just go and buy chemical weapons. Uh, at Walmart. Yeah, no, you, you buy the ingredients, yeah. then you, <laughs> you make it, right? Yeah. So, well, look at this one. They tested <coughs> their first chemical weapons, mm. both sarin and VX gas, which is, mm. uh, that's also not very nice. Is that the one the Nazis used? No, um, Cyclone B. VX that? gas actually is very clever because um, it starts up, it's like sarin, it starts up as a liquid, it starts mm. up as a rain. Mm. When it hits the ground, or it hits a certain point, it turns into gas. But it's more effective. Mm. Both of them are more effective in their wet form. Right. So if it lands on you in the wet form, you're fucked. Mm. Because he starts having a having a go, doesn't he, old Shoki, with spraying the. He does, yes. But they were used in several attempted assassinations and assassinations, 
1994-1995 where they tested them at a, on sheep at a place called Banjoan Station which is a remote pastoral property in Western Australia. So they were killing sheep with them mm. and they decided to put it into full-on production. I'm just reading here that they... So back in 1990, this is the one where they drove two trucks full of the stuff near two US naval bases. Uh, Nanita Airport and the Imperial Palace headquarters of a rival religious group. Yeah. Uh, they sprayed what they thought was... Now I'm going to struggle with this word. Botulinium. Oh, that's that botcher's... Bot oh, God, I can't remember the name, but yeah, it's that disease where you shoot yourself to death. Botulism. Right. Uh, their aim was, um, again, to bring about an apocalyptic war. I suppose they thought we attacked yeah. the US. US response. They'll attack us and boom, we're gone. But it, it failed. The cult had not isolated the Clostodrodium botulinium uh, from the soil they collected at the basin of the Tokak River. So that Botulism, was a yeah, you pretty much, it's like, uh, you pretty much shit yourself to death. So, and then, we flash forward to October 1992. Shoko led more than 40 of his followers to Zaire, what, the country? With, yeah. the, oh yeah, with the supposed intent of giving medical assistance to Ebola patients. Well, however, he has it off his ass. Uh, however, it is believed that Ohm's true purpose for travelling to Zaire was to collect samples of the... Oh, was to collect samples of the Ebola virus. Fuck, you know. Oh, shit. Um, I think if that stuff ever gets airborne, so we're fucked. We're dead. They'd never actually managed to... 95% um, kill, isn't it? They never yeah. managed to weaponise the, the Ebola, no. but... They no, because... I'd imagine that most West, I'd, I'd imagine most governments have tried to weaponize Ebola yeah. at some point because it is a fucking again, oh, it's a world killer. Again. That stuff gets like you, to be exposed to that, you've got to be well. No one knows where it starts mm. quite, but you cough and spray a lot of blood about, and if that gets onto you or into mm. you, you it's a ninety-five percent death rate. If that stuff starts started to spread as an airborne virus. That's like a global killer, man. That is again, genuinely a massive concern of, of governments. How comic book is this again? So this yeah. is this is your, your This is Cobra Commander. Yeah, well and the thing is they're fronting as a nice peaceful Buddhist religious organization. So yeah, yeah. we'll go to fucking Africa and we're gonna help some Ebola people. Meanwhile they're Get some blood off him. Get people. some blood off that guy. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and this crazy fucking Shoko is like uh, you know, can we spray this on people? We yeah. must be able to. But they couldn't. So, we get down to now. Oh, this is that botulum. Uh, I'm not saying that right. I know I'm not. Tucks in. Um, Prince Nahanitu's wedding day. Oh, yes, they yes. This, they had a car equipped with a spraying device. Well, I this bet you it was one of them things Bond. you pump. You can't fence with. You pump it 30 times and spray. It lasts for all of two seconds. You just pump it again for 30 seconds. Oh. Exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> oh, it takes forever to do a fucking fence. Yeah. I hate that shit. I bet it was one of them. Uh, once again, this is where they're a bit... They're like a bit... Because you're giving your fucking assassination it, yeah. attempts to your fucking nerds because all the soldiers of white yeah. love are hanging round fucking Shogi baby protecting him from everything. It gets all a bit Benny Hill. It does. Because, once again, so they're trying <laughs> to fuck up. <laughs> this is a very nefarious plan. We have a car full of what we think is chemical gas. We're going to fucking spray it on the prince's wedding. Here yeah. we go, get spraying. Nobody fucking died. Nothing went wrong because um, the cult had not acquired a usable strain of the virus again so Botulism, they keep yeah, failing they're trying desperately 
to produce these chemicals. Do you think it was like he was off his face on acid? He's like, yeah, yeah, spray the princess with it. Oh, of course. Is that boxes going along? Oh, well, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's done. It's done. It's done. Of course. Are you going to say no? It's no, the same you're not. Because then you get microwaved. Yeah. You're not going to tell him that you haven't achieved yeah. the goal. You, so you I, do I'm it, and, then you, and then you pass the blame down to the yeah. blokes in the car. They didn't yeah. mix it right. They, they didn't do something right. They fucked up. Microwave for you. Microwave <laughs> for you. That's it. You pass the delegation. It's a basic. Shit runs downhill, mate. It does. It's a basic management fucking doctrine. You know that I, do, I do know, yeah. I know that shit runs downhill, <laughs> so I pass it on to the person below me. <laughs> oh, God, I hope they often won't listen to this. <laughs> Probably not, it's alright. <laughs> well, the next one they tried was uh, when this is the one where they, they sprayed it from the roof of their own compound. <laughs> and it failed. And I'm just reading. Didn't go well, did it? Well, I'm just reading here about it. It's, the belief seems to be that this was maybe an attempt an attack on themselves to kind of oh, show false that flag. they were. Yeah, a false flag on themselves. This is the US. Yeah. We're under attack uh, again. Just trying to stir it up, but um, again, this one failed because they had not acquired a usable strain of that thing. Yeah. They still weren't there yet, but they were. Maybe they just, trying. or at a colder level, they needed human subjects. Couldn't mm. risk oh. another failure in public, so they decided to try it on their own people. Yeah, and it also says there, yeah, it was it, that was a test of the dis, of the dispersing method. Yeah. And so what if a few of my own cult gets yeah. fucking... I'll use I'm in my germ-proof make... bunker, man, yeah. <laughs> taking acid with my fucking 19 oh, wives. Well. So he was willing to fucking kill, a, you know, he yeah. was willing to kill a load of his own yeah. to test... Oh, fucking psycho. So then we get to June to August 1993. And this is the one where they spread the that vaccine, twi- not vaccine. Oh, yeah, it says vaccine, but isn't vaccine the thing that helps you? There's a strain of botulism antivirus twice, first against legisla- against the oh, I can't read Imperial that. Imperial Palace and then the Tokyo Tower, they used a truck equipped with a custom made spraying device device. Again, guys <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, that's probably why it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the third ben time is I'm yeah. in spraying his fence. <laughs> it's the third time now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did anyone die in this one? Because they did succeed in a few, didn't they? Well, oh, they look did. at I love this one. Do you know why this one failed, Ben? Why? <laughs> <laughs> the nozzle was clogged. <laughs> Everyone knows. Look, I did in the DIY business. Them fence sprayers, you got to put water through them first. Yeah, yeah, all right. yeah and you are. put your fence paint in. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so he was just pumping like that <laughs> for nothing to happen. Like having sex while you're drunk. Nobody died. Uh, and then the next one on this list, the perpetrators attempted to murder the leader of a rival spiritual organisation with the nerve agent Sarin on two separate occasions. Um, the attempts failed. On the first attempt, the perpetrators were scared off by unknown individuals who were following them. <laughs> There's people following us! They're bored! They're nerds, you see? They've got no military They've got, they've got three rimmers in the car! <laughs> <laughs> Effectively. 
<laughs> but on the second attempt, the perpetrators experienced technical difficulties. The radio-controlled helicopter oh, crashed, <laughs> and the vaporization system in the unspecified vehicle caught on fire. Oh, <laughs> I didn't Just try and imagine fucking a couple of Japanese death cult members desperately trying to murder a city full, but they're just cars on fire, the helicopters <laughs> crashing, the controlled. No one can fly a remote-controlled helicopter. Virtually impossible. Even the other days, they run back in 1993. That's a comedy sketch, right there. <laughs> oh, but they uh, did get it right, right a couple of times. Because they did kill. They killed a, a guy. Office block, didn't they? Uh, well, not a full of people. No, that they attacked well, an office block. Sorry. December and January, oh. uh, oh. their guy Mas- Masami uh, Tishiyuya just synthesized 100, 200 grams of VX gas which is used to attack three people. Mm. One died, the other two were severely injured. Right, so they had a hit. Yeah, they did have a hit. The first victim died and is because that Shoki Baby thought he was Mm. a spy. Uh, He had VX nerve gas. He actually will come up later. Uh, Tomisuto Nimi, I think he was one of the the, um, attackers on the subway, Sprinkled VX gas on this guy's neck in its liquid form. He must have been he's from a pipette kind of thing. Yeah. Got the sh- got the hell out of Dodge, um, but he, this guy chased the attackers for a hundred yards before collapsing. What? So you can say like wasn't quite enough. <coughs> and then of course because remember if you have the agent you have the antidote. Yes. Okay. That is an important thing to remember for later on for the, for the yeah, next episode. For part two. If you have the... That's the way you develop these things. Yeah. You don't use them unless you've got the antidote because your own people right. may be exposed to it. Unless it was that day where he was like, oh, spray it off the roof, fuck it. Yeah, unless, of course, it was that day. <laughs> He's doing an experiment. Everyone get on the roof. <laughs> Why did the great leader ask that we all stand outside in the courtyard yeah. today? This well, is, this is strange rain. Yeah. But nobody died. So. Oh, I shoot myself to death yet. It's a good day. What a way to go. <laughs> Oof. Um, on the night of June 27th, 1994, uh, the court carried out a chemical attack against civilians when they released Sarwan into the central Japanese city of Matsumoto, uh, Nagano province. Yeah. And they used a converted refrigerator truck, which they then released a clover siren which floated near the homes of judges who were overseeing a lawsuit against the court involving a property dispute and was predicted to go against them. Oh, right, okay. Uh, killed eight and injured 500 more. But police did not implicate the courts. I thought it was North Korea, didn't they? I think they, it was only a, te- was a terrorist attack, yes. So what, have we got anything uh, About that on one. that one? Because they bought a helicopter, didn't they? That's quite an important factor, isn't it? That they had the funds and the means and the connections to pop over to Russia... Yep. And by a military-grade helicopter... I believe it was a HIP-24, which is a troop-carrying helicopter. Right. You can fit about 30 guys on that thing. And their it's intention a big, was... You know the helicopter at the end of... Um, oh, crack, what's the film? Red Dawn. Right. All right? I'm not sure. Oh, no, they're behind. Sorry. No, no, mm. forget that. These are the troop-carrying ones. Then all the guys... The ones the guys jump out of at the end of that film. They're big, they're big helicopters, so you can fit a lot of sarin gas on that thing. 
Was it five hundred thousand dollars, something yeah, like that? That is their, nothing to them at this point. That was their plan. I mean, he didn't want a, a helicopter to do this, so he could um, pop into town quicker. It wasn't for some high-class business meetings. It was literally to fly over the city, yeah, cover as much area as you can, and dump gas from the fucking yes. helicopter or liquid, which would turn to gas. Yep. to dump chemical weapons from a helicopter above the sea. And that's why we were saying earlier this is very Cobra Command, very James Bond. Yeah. It's, it's fucking nuts. 1994, he'd have been watching uh, G.I. Joe, wouldn't he? Um, might have been on its way out by then, but he'd have certainly been into the, maybe the, the Pierce Brosnan era of, of James Bond, wouldn't he? GoldenEye was out by then. GoldenEye was a good film. Uh, His what? best one, in all fairness. I didn't like him as a Bond. No, I didn't like yeah. him as a Bond, but that is but if you're gonna one. if you're gonna pick the the better ones, mm. that's his best one because yeah. So yeah. Dalton was the best. Hmm? Timothy Dalton. Oh, Connery is the best. The Welsh Bond. Connery is the best Bond. Oh fuck off with Roger no. Moore. Well, I was saying that my favourite Bond film is Man with the Golden Gun, which is Roger Moore, but Christopher Lee makes that film. Oh, mine's Moonraker. I'm going to be controversial. My my favourite James Bond is our current James Bond. I do like him. He's my second choice. Not bad. I do really like him. Because it's taken him back to just being a fucking assassin who kills people without making a clever quip about it. Yeah, that was always the thing I had with Brosnan. Punch you in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to punch you in the throat and shoot you in the face and not feel a second hesitation about it. Bob Holt, this is the best. Hey? Bob Holt, this is the best Bob. Yeah. Oh, well. That's a good, that's a good pub quiz factoid. Yeah, it is. First, first play James Bond. Yeah. It was on the radio. Those listeners who don't know who Bob Holness was, he was a... Uh, British radio actor and um, later quiz show host, primetime TV quiz show host in the 80s, wasn't he? I'll oh, have a pee, please, Bob. Hey! Yes. Hey! He hosts a show called Blockbusters, which I'm sure you can find on UK TV Gold if you've got it where yeah, you are. Challenge. Or challenge. You. <laughs> oh, you know what? Just YouTube. Just YouTube. Just YouTube. Yeah. Someone will say, can I have a pee, please, Bob? And go, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> never, never... Never Bad know. and hard, said that, didn't he? <laughs> no. Professionalism. I'll have a pee, please, Bob. Good old British stiff up in there, oh, dude, yeah. chap. Yeah. I played James Bond, you little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Your peas won't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I should have piss in my face as Bond. Uh, <laughs> like you failed as a Bond if you get piss on your face. <laughs> Not if they're off hot women. <laughs> that being Trump's the next Bond. <laughs> no, he's too fat and orange, you know. <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like Roger Moore. Them. He'd be too fat to play Bond. <laughs> exactly like Roger Moore. Hey, he's done more for world peace than Barack ever did. Oh, we explained that That's to you off hey, guys. That, why that was bullshit. <laughs> so, back to the death cult. Yeah, can we put a pin in that? Because yeah. I'll do a slash. And we're back. So we'll, we'll tie it up in a knot for the, um, the this episode in terms of Anshamiko with the final yeah. little bit. And uh, so, February 1995... Mm-hmm. Month, literally a month before the chemical attack, right. uh, several court members kidnapped Kiyoshi Korea, Korea, a 69-year-old brother of an escaped court member. Mm. Now his corpse was destroyed in the microwave incinerator right. at the court compound Kamakushi near Mount Fuji. Um, at this point, Asahara's he wants the apocalypse to come. Right. What's important about that, sorry, the, the kidnapping, mm. sorry, is that this guy left a message with his sister saying, right. if I go missing, right. <laughs> it's Om Genrico who've got me. Yeah. Right? 
he knows because he's been spouting shit about him because of his escaped relative. Right. And he was saying that these boys are, this is what they want. Yeah. They ain't like that. Mm. They actually kidnapped him and killed him. At this point, Ashihara is pushing his scientists to make plasma weapons, laser weapons, rail guns, and buy nuclear material from the former Soviet, you know, Soviet Union. That's heavy shit. Mm. That's heavy shit. Domestic I mean, group. Give me a nuclear weapon death over a chemical attack any day. Uh, I guess, yeah. He wants the most evil form of warfare. Yeah. And nuke's pretty quick. It's yeah. very quick. You've got that. Blast. If you're in the blast wave, yeah. you're gone. Mm. A camera a, a, a exposure to sarin, a proper exposure to sarin or VX. Violent death. If, yeah. Agony. You basically spasm until your back breaks. Was it you do the funky chicken? You do the funky yeah. chicken. <laughs> Oh, that's man. a real yeah. genuine term we used to use mm. that's, why, that's why that's why that's squaddy humor that is, it's, it's, squaddy it's why you actually have um a, an EpiPen of valium in your um kit in your nbc kit it's not for you mm. it's for you to use on your mate who might be exposed if you've got all your kit on in time on in nine home in pine mm. was the same mm. on in nine home or, home in, in, or home in pine oh or home in pine and home in pine no. on in nine uh, or home in pine yeah, okay Right, you've got nine seconds. Right. And at that point, if you've taken eight seconds, you're frantically injecting yourself with antidotes. If your mate takes too long, starts freaking out, starts spazzing out, you just jam that Valium into his backside and mm. let his muscles relax until he eventually just dies and rather than snapped his own back right. from spasming. Oh, it seemed detrimental to morale if someone spasms so hard their yeah. back breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Mm. Holy shit. So, so to un <laughs> unprotected civilians, this stuff's lethal. I was just thinking, I don't know if he was... I'd rather, still rather take the nuclear death over that, is what, mm. I, what my point I is. I want a good, clean Mozambique triple tap. <laughs> Two to the chest, one to the head. That's what I want. I'd like to go peacefully in my Jeep. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to choke on a 23 year old's bra when I'm 120 so I'm trying to remove yeah, my yeah. teeth that's oh, what I'd like that'd be a way to go yeah In my ninth wife my ninth wife yeah, yeah. flying your helicopter well, I'll fly my helicopter that's it like Shoki baby exactly I, think that's Although I don't think he was flying the helicopter because he was <laughs> blind no. Not with his vision problems, no. no. <laughs> I don't think there's a call to the land you could have bribed to give him a helicopter pilot. Imagine you maybe there was. Or yeah, but just... if he asks you to let him take over, <laughs> you're, like, you're going to be like, yes, Supreme Leader. Oh, oh no, you'd have to come with some cunning excuse, like it's only calibrated to you at this I'd point. I'd kick you? him out the side of the helicopter. <laughs> he wouldn't know who'd done it. <laughs> yeah, but he's just kicking him out the side of the helicopter. <laughs> All right, let's get to the, the last little bit and then we can yeah. uh, wrap up. Now, that kidnapping triggered something the police finally, mm. finally triggered something in the police. Yes. And they arranged to raid the court facilities in the, Mar the March of 1995. Mm. The prosecutors alleged that Asahara was tipped off and ordered the sound attack on the Tokyo subway to divert police attention. That's the story. That is, because at this point, remember, for a public face... They're this people. They're these geeks. You take the piss out of on, oh. on and you make cartoons of. Yeah. They're not doing this sound stuff. Nah, they're just they're geeks. Yeah, 
But um, but all of a sudden, if you if they plan to raid you and you know you're up to that shit, mm. then you need a diversion. And that diversion is a massive chemical attack on a Japanese subway designed to kill a million people and trigger a war with the US. Yeah, I'd say it's a double-edged sword. Now that is not going to get you raided the following week, is it? Mm. Well, he must have, I was saying, it says tipped off, but I think we can assume with his wealth, um, an influence that he obviously had yeah, members on, in the, uh, yeah. on the inside of the old Japanese police force. Of course. Probably had a politician or two. I'd imagine so. Yeah, a lawyer or I two. I think that's why no one investigates them, is because they had their tendrils of power, their tentacles of power, because he's yeah. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Their tentacles yeah. of power mm-hmm. reaching into all kinds of people yeah. plus and they gave religious yeah I was going to say to a certain extent as well there was an element of look we don't fuck with new religion we don't yeah. it's a religion leave them to it but it's like no people are being killed with nerve yeah. agents and on, they, and they on couldn't actually soil. believe that someone would do a mass I guess, yeah. terrorism on their own people yeah. With those kinds of weapons. Yeah. How did they get them? What? They're the wank mountain yeah. wizard geek yeah. people, aren't they? They've got I mean, what? I mean, exactly. A helicopter? A what? Yeah. <laughs> They've got a Soviet military helicopter. <laughs> They've got friends in where? Russia? They've... Nukes? What? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it is too fantastical to believe. Yeah. But maybe that information just got passed to the wrong guy in the police department. Or do you think that maybe they let it happen for a political reason we don't know about? To get rid of these courts? Oh, they to get rid of the cults, yeah? Could to, be. to take away those laws protecting yeah. them. To say, look, we need faith in the God Emperor. Yeah, or it could have been to pass a new yeah. law that we we don't know anything about um, Japanese fucking parliament, do we? So? No. 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 Fucking sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I know their prime minister's first name is Abe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the rest of his name, but he's called Abe. Well, I think that, I found it quite ironically he met Trump and he was called Abe, like Abraham Lincoln. And Abe. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think that's a perfect place to... Shinzo, we, is it? I don't know. Well, we've set that up, I think, perfectly for next week because they are now going to mount a counter. They know the authorities are coming. Yeah, they kind of... And now it's time for Shoki to fight back. They've done enough to, Mm. like, for him to sort of declare that, let's start this hurum again. Let's get this kicked off. So next week, we're going to talk about... The chemical attack on the Tokyo subway, which, let's again reiterate was designed to kill one million people. And hopefully bring about the destruction of the world as we know it. Or certainly cataclysmic yeah. nuclear ex- nuclear war between America and Japan. So that Shoki And then Baby, in probably Russia as well. And everyone gets involved. But it's alright. Because mm. we'll be okay. Yes. I'm going to look at the psychological effects of the sarin gas attacks on the Japanese. Of course. Sounds good. Well, not good, but you know, <laughs> entertaining. Um, Interesting. Informative. Informative. Interesting, that's the right word. Um, Educational. What, what's the BBC's old, back in the day, excite, enthuse, entertain and inform. They fucked that up, then, not they? And that's what we aim to do <laughs> Not rate <here>. the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, allegedly, but they, you know... They it did, did happen, so, yeah. Uh, uh, what, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but... Fuck the dead kids <laughs> as well, yeah, because yeah. there was a bit of that going on too. Jimmy Savile, future episode. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, maybe. That's when we're going to be right down the bottom of the sweep in the barrel of <laughs> Oh, subjects. I don't know. I think there's a lot of cover-ups, conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll d- a BBC episode, but I don't want to spend three hours talking about Jimmy and specifically. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, we'll save it for the Christmas episode. <laughs> Jimmy Savile special. <laughs> a Christmas with Savile. <laughs> and we've all got to wear track suits while we do it. No, no, no. String vests. Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the, the worst thing is now, though, we know, and um, this isn't conspiracy theory, that the jingling and the jangling was literally eyeballs he stole from dead bodies. Have you seen those photos? No, I didn't know that. He made that. a ring of it, and the fucking sick fuck was oh. so brazen, he wore those photos of him wearing this ring in public with an eyeball on it that he, that he allegedly, fuck. I think, I don't know, fucking hell. took from a dead body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so join in next week for more fun and frolics. But <laughs> and our Christmas episode, <laughs> Christmas at the Savills. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Yeah. We like to leave you. Who are we kidding? We're gonna get pissed up and fucking do a random sing Christmas episode. We'll do some of this Christmas next week. Next Christmas, do the West. Still <laughs> <laughs> oh, killer Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one who well, did last Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, technically, yeah. So you carry on that theme. Who wrapped his daughters in the... Fritzel. Fritzel, yeah. Fritzel the ghost of <laughs> It's a Fritzel kind of Christmas. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty Fritzel. Right. So, no, look. Seriously. <laughs> I like how he just planned out every single Christmas by doing a major serial killer. <laughs> It's fantastic. All of a sudden, the reasons look forward to Christmas. Speaking of serial killers, are we going to do full addicts? Yes! <laughs> He's not a serial killer, but he's he's not, he has potential. A little bit of weird news first. Oh, yeah, go for it, man. Church leader attacked by lions after trying to prove God would Oh, I had this article saved. This is fantastic. Oh, I love it. After running straight toward a pride of lions in order to prove the Lord's power over animals. A church leader, leader allegedly had his buttocks mauled by a lion. Oh, fantastic. Uh, oh, a Zion God. Christian church prophet, Alec uh, Nidawane, didn't he used to play for Ipswich? <laughs> <laughs> was on a safari uh, when he allegedly, when he was allegedly attacked by lions. He, re- he reportedly provoked them to inspire faith in the members of his church. Well, you <laughs> fucked that up, didn't <laughs> he you? He certainly did. The man reportedly fell into a trance and began, sp- began speaking in tongues. In other words, he closed his eyes, spoke yeah. some bollocks, <laughs> yeah. and then charged, I quote, at a pride of lions in South Africa's notable Kruger National Park. The man is lucky to have left the scene with his life because... Who names a national park <laughs> after fucking Freddy Krueger? And the... Um, <laughs> oh no, it's, it's Krieger from Arch, isn't it? Shit, yeah. I'd imagine that Kruger's probably... Uh, oh, it what's sounds it? quite um, it's, um, South African. South, South African. And, it's the um, Krieger National Park. Well, they quite the I, the I do. I, you know what's a really... Blood Diamond, DiCaprio's accent in that film is spot on. He's really good, actually. Um... Great film, watch it if you can. I love that film. Um, the man is lucky to have left the scene with his life because sprinting towards a pi- pride of lions or a busy eating a previous victim is oh obviously not a good God. idea. I'm assuming they were eating some kind of you know, an antelope or something. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, Mr. Nidiwana repeatedly, reportedly began to flee the scene after he realised a miracle wouldn't exactly save him. But one of the lions bit him straight in the ass first. He didn't die. He was just literally bit in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) 
God, the journalism is fucking terrible. He was saved from an even more serious injury and certain death by the game ranger who fired a couple of shots from a gun. Not to the lions, but to scare them off, as reported by Garner Webb. Now, what you could take from this story... At least he didn't shoot the lion, that's the main thing. Uh, Nidawana said, I do not know what came over me. I thought the lion wanted to use... uh, Wanted to use... Sorry, I thought the lord... There's got lions on the brain... Try I thought the Lord it. wanted to use me to show his... Go on then, Gaz. Give me a Ghanaian accent. We're going to apologise profusely in advance to everybody listening <laughs> in Ghana and everywhere else. I do not know what came over me. I thought the Lord wanted to use me to show the power over animals. It is not... <laughs> what? Is it is not? Is it not... We were given dominion over all creatures of the earth. See, I don't know whether you're doing Ghanaian or Wakandan. <laughs> A little bit of both. <laughs> Can you say Wakanda forever for me? Wakanda forever. Fantastic. Get that man a shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want to go watch it again. <laughs> but what's to take with this story is, okay, he thought the power of God would save him, but it took a man with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. God created men. Samuel God, God made, made them all equal. equal. Yeah. 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 I like it. Let's buy guns. Fantastic marketing though, isn't it? Because <laughs> you can stop peering every five foot nothing bloke <laughs> out there. Yeah. You can take on that six foot five guy. Just buy a Colt. And it's hundreds of years after he said it. I've never owned a gun, but I know the fucking quote. You know? Yeah. It's the best tagline for an advert. Oh, Colt was a great marketer. Mm. So what's next? Angler who almost choked to death when Dove Soul, Dover Soul jumped down throat will probably kiss more fish. <laughs> I think a Dover Soul is a type of fish. I thought Dover Soul was a type of shoe you wore. Because <laughs> <laughs> he goes face kicked in. <laughs> and he was he was so he's posing for the for the fisherman picture, <laughs> and it jumped down his throat and nearly choked yeah. him. <laughs> I but like he says it. He'll probably kiss more fish. <laughs> Was close, oh, but... left close to death after the fish he had just caught on Boscombe Pier in Bournemouth wriggled down his windpipe, causing a severe Oh blockage. my god, that's a vision of hell, isn't it? <laughs> the angler turned blue as his catch cut off his air supply while his desperate friends attempted CPR to keep him alive. Oh my life. Hey, but when they turned up two minutes, the paramedics showed up at the scene in two minutes. Hang on a minute. That's it's encouraging. They attempted CPR. You're blowing the fish further down my throat, you thick bastards. Uh, Get off. Well, yeah, they should be doing the Heimlich. <laughs> Does that count as CPR? No. No. So, yeah, they, that's <laughs> why he nearly died. They're making the problem worse. <laughs> he was in cardiac arrest and the paramedics showed up less than two minutes later. It was clear we needed to get the fish out of this patient, <laughs> said Operations Officer Matt Harrison, who attended you know, the incident. You stop that man, Harrison. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. oh, I see the problem here. Oh. You get that fish out of his mouth. <laughs> Is he sucking on a fish? I mean, I mean, come on, right. Basic thing, right. There must be someone around who knows first aid. There's got to be someone who knows basic first aid. I mean, fuck's sake. You know what I would have done? If I was one of the fishermen... Not giving CPR. Around. No, not CPR. I'd have got a worm on a hook, put it down his throat, nah. and re-fished it back up. Out. Oh, it would have now, made you know, his ass sticking out. No, uh, what you know, as useless as that is, <laughs> it's a better idea than what they were doing. Yeah. Did you know they used to smoke, uh, blow smoke up their arse? They did, with billows. They did. There was billows left on the side of the Thames. If someone had drowned, they would get them out, get the billows out, Someone's put them on the backside, pump! 
smoke the billows. Is that where the saying comes from? Blow smoke your ass. Yeah. They believed it would save you, save your life if you're drowning. That's not helping. In all fairness, it would be really lethal, isn't it? Is it blowing air at your asshole? Cigar smoke it was. Oh wow. <laughs> but still, well, apparently, someone did it once, and it saved their life. Apparently, but they just probably just recovered. It was coincidence. Yeah. Well, maybe the shock of having some cigars from over your house caused them to cough, <laughs> and they spat that? some water out. Oh, oh my god, I'm alive! Oh, who, well, who was the first person to think of that? Oh my god, that must really. What are we gonna do? I'm a cigar. I'm some billows. <laughs> It's worth a bloody try, Jeffrey. <laughs> the man's drowning. <laughs> and then it was policy. It was put on the river. He was billows left hanging on hooks and points along the Thames. <laughs> Never mind a fucking rubber ring. There's <laughs> some billows off the be all right. Oh, oh, the thing is, even as stupid as that idea is, mm. it's a better idea than trying to give a man CPR oh, when he's blatantly choking on a fish. So, <laughs> like, you know, just... just the Heimlich manoeuvre? So you're pumping up my chest, breaking my ribs. You're breaking his ribs to force force the fish slightly further up, then slightly further back down, then slightly further up, then slightly further back down, and so on and so on. The fish is probably really enjoying it, but... Oh, uh, man, the stupidity of people. All I'm going to say is that's what happens when you do outdoor things like fishing. <laughs> you know what? I have a theory on fishing that okay. it's just somewhat something you do if you're really unhappy at home. Yeah, that, that fits in with my dad, actually, because he's a, he used to be a big fisherman back in the day, and it was just an ex- He even used to say to me, he'd come home, and I'd be like, did you catch much today? Nope. I'm like, what, nothing? Li- literally, you caught nothing. You've been out for 12 hours. Didn't catch a thing. And he'd be happy as fuck. Yeah. Like, but that's the point in going, isn't it? Nah. The point is sitting by the river. Was he <laughs> nailed as well by that point? Oh, I don't know if he had a drink when he was doing it, but it was just, to your point, it was 12 hours away from me and my mother. <laughs> yeah. That is... By a river. <laughs> See, the kind of fishing where I sit there and get slowly pissed over 12 hours mm. and not catch anything but not really be bothered mm. doesn't bother me. But fishing for like some kind of competition, yeah, no. you know, I'm just literally sat there with the rod and the thing, and I'm just drinking coffee and mm-hmm. eating snacks, I'm not and I'm just fan. watching that fucking flow mm-hmm. until it slightly bobs. That does not appeal to me at all. Me either. And it's worth pointing out, it's probably the second oldest human profession, and no one still knows how to fucking do it. There you go. But back to my earlier point of this is what happens when you do outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. I'm willing to bet. I'm never going to choke on a PlayStation controller. <laughs> yeah. I might trip over it and break my neck, maybe, but it's never going to jump down my throat and attempt to swim to my stomach Yeah. in a desperate hunt for liquid and oxygen. So, yeah, well, I'm glad he's alive, but... Oh, they, they used forceps to, to dislodge the fish. Well, why would you hold a fish up that small? It's going uh, in your throat. It can't be that big. Uh, this is a joke photo. Like, hey, this is all I caught. You're not holding a giant carp in your hand, you're dangling yeah. a tiddler off a pole. But he might have just been, maybe it wasn't for the picture, maybe it's his tradition, he kisses every fish, yeah. and he literally just went to give the little fucker a kiss, and it, you know, it, it got a bit jumpy, and, I mean, that's the st- that's a horror movie, that is. Yeah? Um, a fish forcing its way, I mean, imagine, oh, God. Well, I wouldn't like it. No, I don't like that. That must be how my girlfriend feels during oral. <laughs> she doesn't, it doesn't get that far down. 
Should we move on then? I'm saying I've got a little dick. I'm saying I'm going to sound myself. Yeah, let's move on. Quick. Oh my god. It's huge, listener. This one's for you guys. It's huge. Oh, we bastards. Future of sport, question mark, Toyota <laughs> unveils a six foot three inch robot basketball player <laughs> oh. AI to shoot hoops. Shoot wow. hoops better than the pros. Android Q can shoot basketball hoops in nearly 100% accuracy. Mm-hmm. It learned okay. to, uh, we did learn to score baskets by throwing 200,000 practice shots. Okay, but... I bet you didn't take 200,000 practice shots okay. then and you haven't got 100% accuracy okay. either. So. Okay, it can shoot baskets with 100% accuracy. Can it run up and down? Can it dribble a basketball? Not can yet. It, can Not it communicate yet. with other humans? But and play part you, you of park team? it on the fucking three-point like line. There's rules about that. You've got to get back across the halfway line. You can't just leave a guy down there. As I was not playing the game yet, then. So no, it can unless, shoot a basket, which is impressive. No, yeah. There's a little video. Okay. Why would you put it at six foot three inches then? Probably helps with Probably the shot. Probably the average. I'm shorter than the average NBA yeah. player. Six foot seven. And that's average. Fuck their big boys. Okay, Let's watch it then. It's quite scary. It's fucking a studded face. Why the ominous music? <laughs> Looks like fucking Colossus from Batman. <laughs> it does. I'd rather have Michael Jordan on the team. He doesn't have to be wheeled out on a platform. That's true, he's got no legs. It's got legs, but. It's not the most mobile. No. So they're basically wheeling it out on a trolley at this point. Now they're programming it. I'm going to turn the music off. Yeah, actually. now they're programming it. Now they're putting the board in its hand. And, and okay, it's got. That's a, that yeah. a very nice shot. Alright, okay. It's Human players. Yeah. Neither of which are African American, so they're obviously not going to be very good at this. This, this test. And is they're valid. both a lot shorter than the robot. Yeah. It's yeah, it's netting every ball, but it's just using equations to do it. It's not doing it because of all the time. It's impressive, but it's just using like maths to do it. It's like What's distance it speed. Equals? Distance and speed equals time or whatever. It's using something like that. Knowing, is, the, yeah. knowing the trajectory to just put it in perfectly. All they've done is program that from that distance. Of course. So yeah, it can do it, but it's not going to take. It's impressive, up. though, isn't it? It's, it's impressive, but it's. I'm still more impressed with Michael Jordan. But it's. I'm with Gaz. That ain't going to beat Michael Jordan in a, in a match. No, not yet. No, but it's starting, isn't it? This oh. is the beginning. Nah. This is the beginning. Nah, there's way more complicated things to. They can't run. Do you know what I mean? Like running, stopping, moving. Nah, not having it. All that is, is, I it's, still, it's, is I, the right amount of force applied to the piston in its arm, which I, is shooting. I, I, I do think it's amazing, though, that we, in our AI argument, I was like, well, they'll never be able to, for example, play basketball, and then Mike <laughs> finds <laughs> a basketball playing bastard robot. <laughs> I really like it. That's oh. the Terminator 2 episode. It is impressive. Yeah. But it, that's... that's a feat of engineering and mathematics. It looks cool as fuck, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to them. I'm not taking away from their achievement. It's Why just make it look so damn freaky, though? It's coming yeah. in spikes, near enough. I mean, well, it is. Well, around 17 Toyota employees volunteered to, volunteered to build this robot in their free time. That's a Japanese uh, yeah. system. Work yeah. hard. 
Play hard. <laughs> Sing karaoke and get drunk in a bar. Why are you singing with your gay I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, fantastic. But if he was running about and stuff, I would be genuinely unsettled. As it stands, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet him in like a. If we both stand in this exact same spot and shoot a thousand baskets, he's gonna win, obviously, because his accuracy. Well, yeah, because he's just like using. They've positioned him, so he's not changing yeah. position. He's just basically they've figured out the amount of hydraulic pressure it takes to shunt that arm up. Yeah. For the perfect shot, you know, distance mm. and speed and. That equation that I don't quite remember, but I know it exists. And it's probably one. And it's just, yep, perfect every time. And it's time for a bit of um, Never Go Full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Uh, should we explain the game? Yeah. Um, each week, Michael players say um, someone weird is found on the net spouting some strange views, <laughs> should we say. <laughs> and then we'll compare that with a randomly chosen clip of Alex Jones. And we'll see who has gone more Alex than Alex. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good to me. The first one is J Jesse Lee Peterson. Who says that gay couples are not mentally capable of raising children? That's <sighs> hearing. Yeah. What a delightful chap. Mm. I don't know why anyone would trust children with lesbians and homosexuals who call themselves to be married because they're very violent toward each other. And especially the so called lesbian couples. I hear and read, and, and so many people testify that lesbians are really violent. In their relationships, they are they are scrambling to find more information after this break, and then your phone calls. We got to bring things back to normal, folks. We've allowed this to go too far. You know what I mean? Enough is enough. These people are not mentally capable of handling the stress of raising children because the situation itself is not normal. Two women together as husband and wife is not a normal situation. So how in the world will they be able to handle the stress of raising children? God is not with them. Satan is their father. <laughs> well, Satan is my father. I'm all right. I want my country back. Can I, can I point out two things, right? I'm going to make you a guarantee he watches lesbian porn. Oh, yeah. He's not saying lesbian porn, no, he's bad. No, but he's so against it. I'll, but I'll, he's so against lesbians, I'll guarantee you he watches lesbian porn. Mm -hmm. And second of all, and he was on about like, lesbians being and gay people being like mentally ill. He sounded and looked both slightly autistic and... He certainly had a speech and retarded. I'm going to say retarded. Uh, I know it's not a good drop word. Drop the R bomb. I've dropped it. I'm gonna drop um, it. It's okay. Um, All right then. Let's put it this way. He looks slightly mentally challenged. Or as he Rocky like... Balboa would say, look mentally irregular. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was in that class that did extra classes at lunch when I was at school. Okay. That's, that's so, the kind of kid he looked like. Was... You want to fit anyone else, Ben? <laughs> Oh, we can give it a go. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but either way, he did not the full ticket to me. 
<laughs> We're talking about his views, not him. Yeah, his views too. They, they come into it. <laughs> and his speech impediment. Let's hear what. And his weird hand signals. <laughs> he looked like he could have been the special kid on Barney. <laughs> And you think Satan is the father of all lesbians? Well, no, he's my dad too. Satan is the father. Yeah. He was nuts. Can I, I don't know, can I say all that? I have no idea. It's the internet, people. <laughs> Send, just bring on the hate. <laughs> well, so. <laughs> see, I've just read the, the of the video, listener. And now on to Alex. Let's see what Alex is saying. And remember, we've got to decide who's more batshit crazy this week, the guy we just heard from or our good friend, St. Alex. He, he is a saint. Is he a saint now? He is. is. He with we, Ike? We've got St. Ike and we've got St. Jones. All right, fair enough. You know, when I was growing up in Rockwall, Texas... At that time, the richest county in Texas, a bedroom community of Dallas. And every time I thought some hot 17-year-old when I was like 13 or 14 really wanted to date me, and I'd drive out to some big old mansion of theirs, and I mean real mansions, helicopter pads, private landing fields, you name it. God almighty, at the third or fourth time I'd been with them, they'd tell me, by the way, we worship this God and... We want you to come to this event. We want you to engage in this activity because Lucifer's really God. And, you know, I told people those stories when I first got on air 20 years ago. And it kind of sounded a little bit hokey, but, but, but now you see it all over the mainstream media. And there's a spiritual component to this. It's not a power trip. They knew interdimensionally, because believe me, they weren't trying to get the average person to go do that. Everybody thought, like, why are you dating the head cheerleader, the head senior when you're a freshman in high school? Well, because, you know, she was driving me out there in her $100,000 Mercedes, and that was 30-something years ago. Driving me out there in her, her, her $100,000 Mercedes, that'd be a $300,000 Maybach today, to try to get me into the cult. And then I was about 16, and got taken by a girl out to the lake. at this big vineyard. It was way out in Hunt, way, way out outside Dallas. And I saw these police cars pulling up, and People getting out and saying, we're going to have a bonfire. Alex, don't be scared. And started seeing people putting black hoods on. These weren't KKK hoods. These were black hoods. And I remember saying, oh, my God. And she's like, don't be scared. And I said, I'm not scared. I'm not part of this. And walking back on the road about five miles later, didn't have cell phones back then. I had like 10 miles to walk back. Police came and got me. said, boy, you've been drinking. We're taking you to jail. And then my family lawyer called my dad and they said, Dr. Jones, you need to leave Dallas or your son's going to be found dead hanging in a jail cell. Now later the last laugh happened with the sheriff and others got busted for narcotics. And Texas Monthly did a story about it and didn't believe me and actually went back and asked people and they said no that actually went on. Now look how crazy that was 30 plus years ago. I'm 44. So I was about 13, 14 when all that started. And look what we've done against the globalists. Look at Bohemian Grove. Look at it all. All of us are being called towards a quickening. And we're either going to resonate with the dark satanic force or the force of life. We're going to resonate with the roundup and the genetic engineering and the nuclear war. We're going to resonate with happy green fields and butterflies and our children. And the strongest people out there don't choose the evil. They're strong enough to bucket and to go through it. And I don't tell you that story to sit there and impress you. Because I'll be honest with you, I love women and they were great pieces of ass. 
there to get me because they thought I was good looking. They were there to get me because evil knew. Because let me tell you, they weren't going after other 13 and 14 year olds in the high school. Evil knew what we were going to do in the future, but evil failed. So to the globalists and all the lawsuits and all the death threats and all of you people, you have failed. I'm going to go, just go there as a first impression. I think that was some kind of Alex Jones sexual fantasy. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't think you need a master's degree in basic human psychology to work out that we were just told... Uh, we're a hot piece of ass, girl. The, the, oh, the, yeah. 13 and 14, Alex has been taken out by 18-year-old girls. The lead cheerleader. Lead cheerleader when he was a freshman. In a hundred grand uh, Mercedes. Yeah, he's been taken out there to a camp, to a mansion and um because they knew in the future alex would have a, yeah. a new interdimension yeah. i think that's something oh, yeah. alex gets off to now he can say what he what <laughs> my god come on alex come on now, you gotta do better now, than if that. we're looking at who's back more batshit insane uh, i'm still sticking with the first guy um this week but, yeah because alex is just but, making up he Sorry. was just relaying a sexual fantasy he once had when he was 14. Yeah, but he says that evil interdimensionally knew that he was going to be this sort of cheerleader for, the, uh, yeah. for love and, and light. If we break it down, that is <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, 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 isn't it? And the other guy is just saying lesbians aren't very good at being parents. The, the mentally handicapped guy was just saying that lesbians don't make good parents. He did yeah. say that Satan was their father. He did. Yeah, but he also says God's his father again. I, yeah. But Alex is saying that he was transdimensionally chosen <laughs> to be the, the, the leading light of human human spirit, uh, wake, awakening. This is like a fucking cult, uh, isn't it? That tells you a lot about how he sees himself, Mr. Jones, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> and that's why I'll beat him, Gaz. Ooh. I love that bit where he just goes, yeah, but they were nice pieces of hot ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it was awful that I was being seduced oh, by the satanic... So these satanic cheerleaders, which ironically was <laughs> actually, actually, I think my my teenage fantasy was being seduced by te satanic teenage yeah. satanic cheerleaders. Well, um, but you know, <laughs> for them to turn into a bad thing, he's insane. Well, who am I going to go with this week? I think when you break it down, yeah. I think Alex is the more insane. If that's what we're looking at purely, mm. then Alex is the more insane. But the first guy is bigoted. Yeah, he's just a bigot. But possibly not um, batshit crazy. Uh, and Alex, he, he did use the term interdimensionally. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He and, did. and I like how he had to point out, because he was telling stories about... Yeah, they weren't ugly, surely. No, no, no. no. He, the other bit he had to... He felt the need to point out was because he was discussing... Uh, burning a bonfire yeah, in the south. It? No, in the south, uh, and they got hoods out. And he's like, yeah. these, these weren't KKK hoods. Uh, these, these were black hoods. Yeah. You know, he's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that certain was he ranks just of the KKK. KKK I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that certain ranks in the KKK have black hoods, and that's not because I'm right wing. That's because I've watched a few documentaries on them. Oh, and we're also forgetting a bit where uh, the, the, the cult leaders rang his dad. And, uh, and, and said, like, you're going to you, find you yourself move. hanging in a jail cell. So, yeah, I'm going with Alex. Yeah, Alex is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is a more insane... If we go on a purely more insane tale, then Alex wins. Because yeah. uh, I'd have loved to have been taken away by satanic cheerleaders for a weekend yeah. of sex magic. When I was Me 14. Hey, I'd have sacrificed a child if it meant I could fuck a cheerleader. <laughs> you didn't have cheerleaders, though. It's all good. Yeah, but that would have been even better, though, wouldn't it? Imagine? Yeah. A hot American cheerleader. We had the popular girls around, with not we? Well, yeah. <laughs> Just out of school. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. I think Alex went full Alex this week. What do you say, Mike? 
Well, you two vote. I'm happy with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, as much as the other guy was... I think he was just a bit slow. Yeah. <laughs> you have said that in basically every possible way it is to say that. No, and then we get no, it, no, okay. it's, it's for the edits. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I just think he was. I don't. I don't think he was all there. Alex knows exactly what he window was saying. Window licker. You haven't said window licker yet. I'm leaving that one for you, mate. <laughs> I don't think he was all there. Either way, and. Um, that's I think he was a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. I think he was some fish fingers short of a sandwich. He wasn't the brightest <laughs> peanut in the turd. No, he? no, he was not. And Alex knows exactly what he's saying, and he's yeah. trying to pass it off to me as, as, as truth. And it's, it's almost like the uh, the Saint Ike knows mm. they're both our saints are bullshitters. Crescendo of the Om Shinrikyo uh, shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, let's say shenanigans. Uh, Chemical um, murderous shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, fun. you can join us for that, or we'll describe in detail the uh, the the. Well, I mean, it was the first come on, the first terrorist attack I kind of remember. This was nineteen ninety four five. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so um, I kind of I. As a, I mean, 1995, I'd have been 12. Mm. So I kind of remember this happening. I don't. I do. I can't either. My dad does. My mum doesn't, mm. but my dad does. I can't. This was all new to me a couple of years ago. No, when, and my, when I was writing up my notes this afternoon, my mum said, oh, what's the topic this week? And I went, oh, it's the um, Amish Enrico death course. She went, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a member. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should we say goodbye? Yes, I, I've been Ben, and I'm going to say uh, don't drink the flavour aid. Uh, I've been Gaz, free Biff Tannen. See I've, ya. I've been Mike, peace out. Thanks for listening. I'd also like to add, don't join the cult. Unless it's mine. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>